What's up, all you beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of Just Browsing. Zach and Matthew today with the special guest, Brandon. Welcome back. It's been 14 years because you decided to move to fucking Egypt, huh? Yeah, but I'm happy to be back. Yeah, dude. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah. Good to have you back, man. It's good to see you. Yeah, he abandoned us for Idaho. Yeah, he's like, hey, I'm going to move to Idaho. And we're like, that's cool. He's like, I'm moving to Idaho. And we're like, yeah, that's cool. Guy started a family, moved to Idaho. Never hear from him anymore. That's not true. I give you like the once a month update. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we do Just the classic, you know. uh, I'll call you out of the blue or you'll call me out of the blue. And it's like, man, it's good to hear from you. Let's, we should do this more often. We're like, yeah, absolutely. And it's like six months goes by. We don't <laughs> fucking call each other. <laughs> Three all months the time. later. Idaho still sucks. It's, it's like, mostly oh, just like okay. Instagram memes and like texts about fantasy football. Yep. Yep. No, I don't I don't want to be in Idaho long term, but it was a good opportunity. So Yeah. I'm happy to be back. I wish I could be here longer than my little trip, but Is it still snowy as fuck in Idaho like it is here? Uh yes, but not probably as bad. Did you guys get that like negative thirty degree shit last week that we were having? It got down to minus six. Minus six. It's pretty cold. Dude, we set a fucking record. Second coldest reported temperature in Denver history. Well, so I was reading something that said out at DIA, it had like the fastest recorded drop in temperature like ever or something like that, In at least in like the U.S. or something. It had, it had dropped like over 40 degrees in like Dude, six yeah. minutes it or was, something. It was, was like, 50 degrees at like four o'clock. And then at like 4.03, it was like negative 14 degrees. Yeah. And you were like, what happened? Like <laughs> Craziness. One leaf fell and the whole world's like, bros. <laughs> i tell you what, man. It's it's times like now where I'm like really grateful I can work from home because I just ha- can sit there in sweatpants and like slippers and just not leave my house. And then anyone else who has to like go do their job physically in person is like, well, this is going to be fucking terrible this morning. Dude, did you see that the Buffalo Bills, when they got back from this past weekend, their cars were under like 10 feet of snow? Yes. Did you also see the guy driving off yes. in like his Escalade that with like a, like a mountain the of most snow? I was like fucking thing ever. I was like, did you not want to try a little harder than that to get that snow off? All he was just like smacking and fall. He's like, this is good. I'm going to drive off he, like this. Did you see that fucking video? Yeah, I saw it. Preposterous. He probably forgot that it was there though and tried to pull in his garage, which is like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dude, Buffalo. Talk about like we think we get snow here in Denver. Buffalo is not fucking around. They've well, what it was like a few weeks back. They had to move their game, didn't they? And go play. Where did they have to go play? So they that was when they had like yeah, fourteen feet of snow, and the team somehow got out and flew to Detroit. Oh, Detroit! That's and right. they were the That's first right. team to win back to back games in Detroit in, since like twenty sixteen or something. And then wasn't it that week? I think. Ty's dad was telling me about this, but they like they were gonna play Detroit the next week or something. So they right, like, right, that's what I'm saying. They just they like in, flew back to Buffalo yeah. and then back to Detroit, Detroit the next week or something like yeah. that. Oh, maybe we were talking about that on the. That's podcast. why they were the first team to win back to back games in Detroit. Oh in, yeah, since like 2016. Yeah, yeah. I remember you explaining that, and I was like, why? Why would they do that? That doesn't make any sense. Just stay in Detroit. Like, I don't know. They just stay there permanently. They never come back. They <laughs> just Buffalo just they moves just fly to, to Detroit. Buff- they just fly to they Buffalo just kick to play. Detroit out of Detroit. They're like the Lions don't play here anymore. This is the home of the Bills. Yeah, the Bills are sixteen and zero. <laughs> <laughs> Lions fans are like, what the fuck, man? They're like the Detroit Bills are on an unprecedented run, <laughs> the and the Bills. Buffalo Lions are. Uh, well, they just gave up 68 points today and won their game 69-68. So. Yeah, that's pretty much how they've been playing all year. Hey, I have a I have an important question for the both of you. Who is going to win fantasy this year? Probably Brandon. Considering you two are playing in the championship game this week. Well, let's just put it this way. If I win, I, I go from worst to first. So, 
Were you Sacco last year? If I win, this will be, I think, my second win, and I'll be worst to first both of my wins. Oh, yeah. I think you're right about that. Yeah. So I'll go from Sacco to fucking trophy. If Brandon wins, you're going to be the first ever three-time champion, right? And I think he'll be the first ever back-to-back. I have a lot going on in this one. Domination. I, I hope I win just because of that. And, I, I mean, I am happy, too. I've never won the Sacco, so, like... It's it'd be a good feeling to have the most wins and also like the least amount of losses. Yeah, yeah. So the, cool. the Sacco might be in the family though. We might have to have a ceremony over at the the Rotowald house. <laughs> That's with true. Dean. That's true. I forgot Dean's. So Adarian had. So you're, you're talking about going from last to first. He's could possibly go from the number one you know, team he, in the fuck, league fuck all year Adarian. to last. He deserves a Sacco. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck that game up. Taya was so happy when she beat him week one. I was like, babe, you're good. You won one game. Now you're eliminated from Sacco contention. It's fine. Everything's just Dude, that, yeah. smooth I'm, sailing I'm, from I'm now I'm sitting there. Out. We're talking. Were we? No, I was talking with Brandon about it. I'm like, dude, I just, you know, Colbert's team, you never know. He has Devontae Adams. He could go for fucking like 14 catches, 384 yards, and eight touchdowns. And all of a sudden I look, and I'm like, I'm winning by 95. Yeah, I think I we think were I'm recording. Good. It was like, was it last weekend you played him? We were sitting here doing this live Broncos. Oh, I, listen, I listened to the whole podcast. Did you? Yeah, I did the entire entirety of it during my lift. Actually, all right. I so, kind of wish Melvin Gordon so played quick, for the Broncos. So it probably would have made a quick better. sidebar. Then how how was it like listening to it? I mean, I enjoy it. I mean, obviously, I think there's like a little bias to it because I I know you guys and right, I enjoy right. listening to you guys talk about yeah. stuff. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, I would do it again. I think it's a fun concept of listening. I didn't do that. Yeah, we didn't know how exactly it was gonna come off. I was like, it seems like a fun idea. Let's just try it. See how it works. I think the idea. And we, we were of trying just, to debate on like, do we pause it every time there's a commercial? Are we gonna pause it halftime? Like, because no, I we, think that that's what made it better. We just kind of rolled through it. I yeah. think that's what made it better because that was like just the free flowing conversation. Yeah, it was like it was like a true Joe Rogan experience where it wasn't like trying to come up with points on a specific topic. It was just like. We just let it roll. The Broncos fucking suck. It was mainly like it was like ninety percent the Broncos blow, and then the other ten percent was just like random football shit, right? Or that, random shit. But that's yeah. what's awesome, though. You keep it real. Like when something's too scripted, I think a lot of times yeah. it's like not fun to listen to. And a lot of the side little comments and you know conversations are so much funnier than actually what's going yeah. on most of the time. Well, I mean, yeah. we got to think that's why we started this though. Was when all of us were chilling around, and it was just like we are dying. Like before we started this, I mean. Probably would make funny content, but it's like, I don't know if we should post that. Yeah, yeah, But it's yeah, like, sure. that's the reason we started this is just to catch right, conversations right. like that and not necessarily yeah. be like, we're. I mean, I looked and we're doing better with that episode on downloads than the Artemis missions were. Oh, nice. And obviously, no one knows what the Artemis missions are. <laughs> right, but, but, I, but that's what I'm saying, though, is like a moon, a space mission to the moon. <laughs> Brandon's like, fuck space, dude. No one but, but that's But like, you'd think that'd be a lot more interesting going to the moon yeah, and shit yeah. than like, Two people re- like watching the Broncos and the Cardinals. Yeah. Like, well, and especially like as you're listening to it, the game's already happened. So like right. you, you know, well, uh, but I mean, it's not like we're doing play by play necessarily. We would right, like give right, a quick play by play update, and then we just shit talk the Broncos and people like yeah, yeah. like that opinion well, of and the, the game. So it was, I guess it's nice hearing from someone who actually listened to it. I I listened to half of it because I was like in between other episodes of podcasts that I listened to. I was like cooking dinner or something, and I, I listened to half of it and then and then stopped. But. I was wondering how it was going to – it was fun to do, but I was like, I don't know how good of content this is going to make, but it's nice to hear that it's it's still interesting. Um, I was going to make some point before we got on that whole rant, but um, no. So what I was going to say – this is not what I was going to say before, but you're right. We did start this as like 
a free this, spirit. This is, this is what we talked about for like years when we would all just get together and hang out and just bullshit. And what I proposed to Matt the other day, I think I'm, we may have talked about it on the Broncos like live watch through is Star Wars. <laughs> years ago watching, <laughs> doing like a live commentary for Star Wars A New Hope. And I was like, I honestly think that would be pretty fucking hilarious is if we picked like really like any movie, but I feel like intentionally bad movies would be really fun to just throw them on and just like narrate through like oh, bad yeah. movies. Cause we had, we laughed so fucking hard making fun of star Wars and new hope that day. I'm like, if that, if we would have recorded that, would have been oh, fucking gold. yeah. Well, I have a terrible habit of just like making fun of anything that I watch. Yeah. I mean, we were trying to watch like over Halloween. We had my boss and his uh, fiance over and we were watching hereditary. Oh yeah. That, that movie is terrifying. Movie. Um, and I ruined it for everyone because I was like making fun of it the entire time. And obviously with jokes that, you know, just were out outlandish. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a good time. And I'm like, you could do you. I think it's a great idea. You could do that with anything and it would be fun. Well, and there's a lot of like with horror movies, especially there's a lot of bad horror movies, like really cheesy ones. Cause I feel like bad movies are the funnest to just like make fun of and talk over the whole time. It's funnest a word. It is now. I think funnest is a word, actually. I don't know, though. I have my own dictionary is it, app. Is it funner that everyone's like, that's not a real word? I got the dictionary app. Let's, let's check it. Funneriest. It's three words in one. English. <laughs> I, I clicked on funnest, and it just brought me to fun. <laughs> so maybe funnest isn't a word, but I made it one. Just not anything a word. You know how fucked up English is that, like, canceled in... American is spelled with like one L, but then in like Britain it has two L's. No one cares about Britain. <laughs> For all of you English we, listeners, we, we do know we probably have some British listeners. I think yeah, we, we got a lot of downloads. Map. They're ready to fight me right now. We, we all <laughs> yeah, we all know how much uh, we all know what Brandon's thoughts are on the British. Not the biggest fan. <clears throat> hey, I'm like fifty percent English. Yeah, what is Rotowall? Like, what is that? Well, actually, it's kind of funny. Um, my parents both did the ancestry thing. So, Rodewald is German, and it turns out I'm way less German than I actually thought I was. My whole life, I thought I was mostly German. And then, like, if you look at the results, I am mostly Danish and Italian, actually. And because, like, on my mom's results, like, everything goes from, like, a scale of either 0% up to something. Mm-hmm. And the only one that doesn't start at zero was Italian, and that was, like, 16 to something percent okay. and then everything else was like a, it has a possibility of absolutely nothing to like 25 yeah. percent. did then, you do it or did your just your parents just my that? parents okay right, i'm not paying money for that so and he's diluted in half of what each of his parents is yeah. right and my kids sheesh so wait you're you're mostly what you're mostly danish and italian danish and italian interesting mm-hmm. my aunt yeah. did that and apparently <clears throat> she's one percent J- japanese whoa and we like talked to my grandpa. We were like, "So where did the Japanese?" He goes, "I don't fucking have any clue where that came from." Well, I have like, there's like one percent on mine that shows up as like Ashkenazi Jewish. I'm like, okay, <laughs> didn't see that one coming. It's mainly three things. Mine and Taya's are hilarious to look at because mine's like th- my whole pie. It's like a pie chart. It's like three colors, and hers is like fifty different fucking things. Like mine's. I'm mainly English, Scottish, and Irish. That's it. Like those three things is like ninety five. You didn't ever leave the motherland. Yeah, like it's it's pretty much like the exact story of like European settlers moving to America. Like that's where I not come even from. European settlers, just fucking English. Yeah. English. Well, and I think United I, Kingdom. I think the the red in my beard when my beard gets long like this it's comes from Irish. the Scottish ancestry. And the Irish. that's what I'm assuming.
Did you ever do it or did your parents do it? No. I know I'm Italian. I got German and then, yeah, like yeah. Irish, fucking Scottish. Yeah. I was expecting to see like other shit. Like my mom always said my my granddad's side on, on her side is like from Hungary. None of that popped up. Nothing from New Zealand. And my grandma on my mom's side was literally born in New Zealand. Well, so. but New Zealand is primarily going to go back to like the UK, right? Like they were, yeah. uh, I don't know when they got their independence from like Britain, but yeah. like if you look at England, well, I guess that's true. Like they probably don't consider them Australia. They're both. It's not like its own the, category. I guess right. it's probably just like yeah, it was fucking. They, they both people. have the British flag yeah. on their flags. Yeah. So. Okay, so they probably count. Yeah, but I don't know. It was just kind of surprising to be like, oh, it's like three things. That's it. <laughs> I was like, all right. I mean, I feel like New Zealand. You'd be like Samoan would be where it would yeah. probably come from. Yeah, if but, you were like, yeah, you know, but none of that's on there. No, <laughs> I'm I'm very white. Through and through, <laughs> all the way back. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I remember. I think it was at New Year's at Ty's parents' house, and I think your parents were there. And I, like that whole thing got brought up, and I'm like, uh oh. And like Francie was like, yeah, you know, Ty has got you know one percent or whatever, like white person or like whatever. It's what it was, and she's like, I wonder where that came from. And I'm like, oh dear God, <laughs> dude, Ty has everything. She's literally, it's like. African, Mexican, um, and like all of the European countries, like literally all of them. Like if you look at, I'm, I'm she's serious, got the like, whole EU. T- tomorrow when we're hanging out, I'll get her to show you. I think she has the app on her phone or like a screenshot of what her little pie chart looks like. It's insane. She has like she's from everywhere. Like literally all of the countries. That's where she's from. <laughs> it's the craziest shit I've ever seen. And mine's like three colors. She's multicultural. Okay. Yeah. Respect what, it. The one thing is difficult about mine, and at least with like the Italian thing, is our family's from Sicily. And that kind of leaves it up to some, like, funky stuff. Because that Italy, or Sicily has never been its own country. It's either been ruled by um, Italy, which it is now, or it was <clears throat> Africa, Middle Eastern. Yeah. And so there's a lot of different backgrounds that come from Sicily. So, like, I could could have something else that comes right. from that region. Right, yeah. Um, Going way I, back. I could be yeah. Greek. Right. And we just say it's Italian. Yeah, yeah. But we don't know. That is crazy. And that's but, how mine is too, because Northern Italy, it's literally was part of Austria, I think, during World War Two. Yeah, there's, I, I haven't like actually sat down and done a ton of the reading, but we did the Ancestry.com thing because there's the Ancestry, and then what's the other one? Twenty three and Me. Twenty three and Me. I think and there's another one, but I think yeah, I think there is. I can't remember what the. By other the way, one's this called, episode but. is brought to you by Ancestry. <laughs> Ancestry.com. <laughs> Go to Ancestry.com backslash Just Browsing and Fabletics. Code. <laughs> uh, use code uh, Just Fucking Browsing Fabletics, and Fabletics dude. for three percent off. No, but what I was gonna say is like they do. What's cool is like beyond giving you like your breakdown of like what you are f- for your ancestry, it'll it'll show you like. If you're like, oh, I'm from Ireland, or there's like some percentage from Ireland, it'll give you like all this background on like ireland's history and like how your ancestors may have migrated from ireland to the u.s and like where they would have landed in the u.s and that the history of that region and it's really fascinating shit there's like a ton of reading on there that i haven't like really dove into but and there's all this kind of stuff like you can if you sign up for like the ultra premium like vip shit you know which i didn't do you can like build out your whole family tree and like link to all these other people i just have have a hard time like believing that like I'm not saying, like, it's totally inaccurate, but, like, I have a hard time, like, just totally agreeing with that. Because it's, like, if they can find all this information, I should be able to do enough research and find out. Like, we found, 
uh, port of entry document from my, I think it was my great grandpa, the Italian side. He came in through Philadelphia. Yeah, that's and the like, cool shit. So, so we found like the the actual documents, yeah, and it's yeah. like okay, now we can pinpoint. So we were taking, we took that stuff back to Italy, mm-hmm. and we found his brother. That's still pretty, living in Italy. That's pretty badass, and that's the stuff that like I with the membership that we did, which is like the most basic one. You get like up to three documents, like family documents or whatever you can access to, but anything beyond that, you have to like pay for the extra subscription or whatever. But I found on my dad's side, it was his dad's like, not a draft card, but like um, what he filled out to like sign up for the Marines mm. uh, during World War II. And it's like got his name. It's like literally like a picture of an actual document that's in a his handwriting. Document. Yeah, with like the date it was signed and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, this is fucking trippy. It's so weird to look at that stuff. And it, it would be kind of cool to like if you did pay for like the extra subscription to like unlock all that kind of shit you can see immigration paperwork and you know like like, marriage certificates and all kinds of shit i just have like part of like i said part of me is just like like you have the last name of jones it's like yeah you know how many millions of people have jones like it could be so easy for them to be like oh you know these two people have the same name let's just so it's just like part of me is like i don't know how accurate that is but like it's also cool stuff yeah well the only reason i did it is because for the longest time like i never there'd be like random projects in school they'd be like oh you do like a research project or a research paper on your ancestry and i would always just like ask my parents and they'd be like oh well you're you know like you're you're my mom's from new zealand and so you have you come from this side of wherever and i'm like it was all just kind of very like there was no, like, not evidence-based at all. Right. It's like, oh, yeah, we come from here. And I think your grandpa comes from Hungary. And I'm like, all right, well, like, is that like actually true? we come true, from though? Edinburgh. And then I, like, do this to actually find out. Because, like, I was, I was always kind of jealous of people who, like, knew a lot about their ancestry and were, like, in touch with it. Dude, you gotta. Ask, I just never did. You and gotta ask your grandparents. They're, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, let me tell you all." They about do love this. grandparents. Do love when you show an interest in that kind of stuff. They're like, "Oh, let me sit down. Let me tell you all about it." They're like, "My great 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 grandfather," and you're like, "Oh yeah, what did he do?" And they're like, "Well, he fought in the Crusades." And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> the, the back in like the fucking 1300s, yeah, huh?" And they're yeah. like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "All right, tell me about him. I'm fucking An- interested." Another there. another cool thing it gave me is like a list of places to now put on my like travel bucket list. It's like, all right, well now I want to go to England. Now I want to go to Scotland. Now I want to go to Ireland. Just to like be there, like oh, like my fucking people what, come. What's from your here. top three <laughs> my people come places you'd want to visit? That's a really good question. Ready, go. That's a really good question. Um, <clears throat> I, I, and you fail. I feel like we all. So so Taya likes asking these type of questions for everyone as like kind of like icebreaker games and stuff. I feel like I always have to divide it up into like U.S. destinations and like international destinations. But I'm, there's so many places that I haven't been that I would like to go. It's hard to narrow that list down. Do you have stuff off the top of your head? Uh, I would go back to Sicily. Okay, places you haven't been. God damn it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Well, then I would love to go to Spain. I think that would be cool. I think that going to Greece would be pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, And then somewhere like, I don't know, the Bahamas. My parents are going somewhere next summer. They was just show me the resort. It's in the Bahamas. And uh, it is sweet. That sounds amazing. So I'd go stand on, stand on some white sandy beaches. Yeah. How about um, domestically? Is there anywhere in the U.S. you haven't been to that you want to go? I've been to quite a bit of places in the U.S., um, so I don't know. I would like – I have places I'd like to go back to. Um, I would like to go back to the East Coast a little bit. I went when I was a kid when my family was living out there, but I haven't been in a while, so I'd like to go back to, like, 
in New York. I'd like to see Philadelphia. Um, and then I would always like to go to a, a different island in Hawaii just because it's nice. I haven't yeah. been to Kauai, but I've heard it's beautiful. So maybe Kauai. Cause There's I a lot of Maui. fucking chickens. I still haven't been to Hawaii at all. I would chickens. love to go. You got to go. You got to go to Pearl Harbor. We were talking about that on the World War Two podcast. I would love to see that. It's dope in like the not, you know, like. Like a cool historical way. Right. You like yeah. wish it never happened, but like yeah. because it happened, it's dope. Talk about another thing that apparently like is not, you know, it's dope, but it's not dope in that way of like. Like this is this is awesome. It's like this is really crazy. Uh, is apparently the nine eleven memorial in New York City is pretty amazing. See, dude, I've always like New York's been one of those places like I want to go visit. <clears throat> I don't really care to go visit New York anymore. I think I want to go. I, I haven't been to New York City and I haven't been to L.A. and I want to go to both places just to say I've been. But they're both kind of shitholes in different ways. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, so it's like all right. I mean, I'm here. I visited for a weekend. If, I'm, I'm gonna dip. The if fuck I go out. to New York, I'd want I want to go to like a sporting event at Madison Square Garden. That'd be that, sick. that'd be like that's on my bucket list. I don't give a shit about anything else in New York. Like people are like, oh, you gotta go see the Statue of Liberty. I don't care. Empire State Building. Don't care. It's a fucking building. Don't really give a shit. Yeah. I want to go to like the Grand Canyon because there's probably not a lot of people there. So I, I have been to the Grand Canyon. Be like out and be peaceful. It's super impressive. If anyone says like, oh, it's just a hole in the ground, it's more than that. Like, I mean. Objectively, yes, that's what it is, but like it's a really fucking impressive hole in the ground. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it took a long time to dig this super hole. Super impressive, dude. And I, then I want to go to Yellowstone, pet a buffalo. That would be dope. Yellowstone be one of those stupid amazing. people that get out of their cars and try yeah. and pet a fucking bison. Yeah, and then and get fucked get up, stomped. Yeah, people are like, oh my god, and I'm like, well, what did you think it was gonna do? Here's here's a more interesting question. Well, not that your question wasn't interesting, and I, I will give you some answers. So your question Brand's was like, asked, like, by the me, way. I guess right. Um. Do you guys have a sports bucket list? Because I definitely oh, yeah. have items oh, yeah. on my sports bucket list. Like I want to go. I want to go to uh, a game during the NBA Finals. I ideally, I'd like to sit courtside, but like I'm not a fucking millionaire, so like that's probably not going to happen. But just go Pro- to a probably game. Probably ten grand a ticket. Yeah, and I also want to go to NBA All Star Weekend. I think that would be a blast. I went to All Star Weekend when it was here in 05. I didn't that'd go. Be, I didn't go to awesome. like the game, but I like went down to the convention center and did all that shit. Like, yeah. I want to go to a Super Bowl at some point. Although that's another thing where, like, I don't know how normal people afford to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, you could afford it. You just incur debt for a couple months. <laughs> yeah. On your credit card. You're just like, I'm going to eat the fucking charges. Yeah. But I'm going to go. Which is kind of the American but way. But you got to go, like, go if a team that you support is there. Right, right. Like, like, it doesn't just, make any yeah. sense if you're like, yeah, I'm watching the fucking Lions play the Jaguars. Yeah. You're not as like, into it. Who are you cheering yeah. for? You're like, I hope the Broncos were going to be here, so I bought tickets yeah. At the beginning of the year, and they're like, the Broncos went one and forty-eight, and you're like, oh, one and forty-eight. I know. This is this is when they expand the the, <laughs> the NFL regular to season to forty-nine games. Um, so those are definitely on there. I, I I would like to see. I'm not like the biggest baseball fan anymore, but watching a game in Fenway Park would be really fun. Yeah. I feel like it'd be a fun experience. There's a few like or sports Wrigley. bucket list items I'd like to do. So those things are like definitely, and those are like relatively easy to check off other than like the super expensive ones, obviously, right, like but like Super Bowl, you could just plan a trip to Boston one day and go to a regular fucking regular season Red Sox game. That's not oh, that yeah. expensive. What's so yours? like that, those type of things I think would be fun to just kind of slowly check off the list, but of like sporting events I'd want to go to. Yeah. Or just like a sports bucket list. Yeah. I don't know. That's honestly a really tough question for me because I'm not really a very, I guess like big fan of going to like things in person. Um, you don't even watch them on TV. I don't so. even watch them on TV. No, like I love the Philadelphia Eagles. It's my team, and I watch like the live stats of it while I'm doing other things throughout the day. But I will not sit down for two hours and watch a play. 
I just like I don't get that into it. So I don't know. Plus, like I since I work in sports, yeah, and I do spend time on the sidelines during college football games. I mean, obviously a lower level with FCS. Like I don't know. I'd rather just not be there sometimes because it's just. So he'd rather go yeah. watch a movie in a movie theater. No, absolutely not. You definitely wouldn't rather do that either. But mm. I, honestly, I would. Go, I've never actually ever been to an NFL game. So in some capacity, I like to go to an NFL game. I think um, the Broncos play the Eagles next year. I think we have maybe, or maybe that was last year. Yeah, I feel like I get what you're saying, but I feel like you would have a blast if you went and got hammered and watched an Eagles game in person. Well, dude, you would have a fucking thing blast. Is, is like I also know if I you put and all myself, those degenerate fucking Eagles. Well, that's fans. what I'm saying. If I put myself <laughs> in that situation, like I know it's going to cause problems. Like that's another reason I don't want to go. Is like I'm going to go. I'm going to get in a fight. It's going to be a whole thing. Like. <laughs> I don't know if I need that stress. You probably definitely shouldn't take your family. Just go like by yourself oh, or go with no. Friends. You got to go yeah. with friends. Like yeah. if you were to yeah. go to like an Eagles game at the Broncos, you got to go with like Broncos fans so that we're yeah. all like he's fucking fine. Yeah, he's he's cool. just an asshole. He's cool. We're we're vouching for him. <laughs> we'll beat his ass later. We, we were kind of talking like we were kind of talking about that. It is definitely like a weird experience being at a live sporting event for like the away team. You you feel like this fu- you're like you're behind enemy lines a little bit. Not for everything. You just got to like be respectful certain, for certain matchups. Everyone's like looking at you like, "What's up, motherfucker?" I mean, and you're like, "All right, relax. Like I'm just like, here to drink and have fun." I want to go to Avalanche games in every arena. I want to go to Broncos games in every, at every field, right? So I've been to a Broncos Raiders game in Vegas now, and I've been to like an Avalanche um, Vegas Knights game in Vegas. I stand up and cheer, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm, but I'm not going to be a, an obnoxious asshole like clapping in people's faces and talking shit because yeah. I'm heavily outnumbered. Right. I know where I'm at. And I'm going to be like, hey, guess what? I'm going to use my fucking brain and not talk shit to people I don't know. Because well, you don't want to end up as a fucking them. Instagram video that we then send around in our fucking Instagram. Dude, look at him. <laughs> Group message. Fucking ass. Dude, seeing Matt get his ass beat in the middle of did a fucking. You, <laughs> did you see the big Packers fan that got thrown down the stairs? Oh, that was no. an Eagles fan. I didn't see that. I thought the, it was a Packers the fan. Fatty at, that rolled yeah. down. Yeah, <laughs> dude, he got he got sent down. The, I mean, like this guy's do like you, four. Do you have four, it on Instagram? Someone sent it. I'm to sure you. we I can find it. But one. this dude's like 400 pounds, and he got sent down the fucking stairs. And it's like, not that guy could have died. Like he was big enough, he could have kept fucking just rolling and like roll. Well, and the rolling. way most of those stadiums are built too, the the it's, fucking drop, like the it's the inverted. way, yeah, it's literally so steep. Like if you start falling down, if you're hammered or if you get in a fight and you start falling, you're gonna just keep going for a while. <laughs> but it's like, why are you talking shit? Like I get it, you're a fucking asshole, anyways. But like, understand where you're at. Like people there might be like on your side to protect you. Well, also, unquote, but like, also people are just lunatics too. Like I I go and I'm a fan and I'm into it, but I'm not like gonna I'm not gonna let it get me into a physical altercation. I really just don't care that much. It's like, I, I'm not going to fight you over this. This is ridiculous. But there's a lot of people that, like those people that show up and they, sh- you know, you're watching an NFL game and as they're cutting to commercial, the fucking dude with his shirt off in 20 degree weather and he's like got fucking, he's painted all over. He's got his beard tie-dyed and everything. Like those are the people that are going to fucking fight you. Sorry if this is loud in the microphone. I got to push the play button. Is this the guy that gets fucking sent? Yeah. <clears throat> so this is uh, Eagles fan? Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're playing the Bears. Sender. Oh, 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 Jesus. When he it shows it from the other angle, dude, it looks so much worse. Brandon goes, is that the fatty that gets thrown down? <laughs> no, see, he's a Packers fan. Oh, my bad, my bad. Yeah, he looks. Like but he's. I think he was cheese. at the Bears-Eagles game this past weekend or like the week before. But like, He looks so mad. He's probably so embarrassed. But this is why I don't like – I don't. maybe this is another reason I don't like go to sporting events is that I actually care about like the outcome of the game. Like I like right, to see right, them right. like – play and i feel like there's so many fans that they do have passion just because 
they're passionate. Yeah. And they may not have even played the sport. Mm-hmm. And then that drives me crazy because I'm listening to what they're saying on the sidelines. Like, oh, they got to get rid of this person and they got to fire this person. So how do you feel that? about Brian Windhorst? Then? And I'm like, dude, all these po- like couch coaches, man, they oh, drive yeah. me crazy. Monday like, morning quarterback. The amount so how of do you pe- feel about Brian Windhorst then? Yeah, the dude looks like he could take down a box of Krispy Kremes. That's all I gotta say, man. <laughs> but see, I'm passionate about all this shit too. But I'm like, again, I can just I understand where I'm at and like the situation. Yeah, it's gonna piss me off if the Broncos lose. But when I get home, I gotta realize like, all right, the Broncos fucking lost a game that really has no outcome on my life. Yeah, that's so where like, I land I can move away or like when it's people like, talk I, shit, it's like I care about my team and I want them to win, but it's like not gonna ruin my day. Like, like whatever. Like when I was at the Stanley Cup Finals, it's not like I know anyone on the team, you know? Like, yeah. This one Lightning fan was just talking shit to a bunch of Az fans, and I we we're all like standing there, and I'm like, dude, just shut the fuck. Like you're outnumbered, and someone here is gonna take offense, even though they shouldn't, because we just beat you in overtime. Yeah. To what well, you're and saying, like, and then it's just gonna be going, you're gonna get fucking knocked out. And then you're going to be by yourself with right. people you don't know helping you when you're the one that's talking shit about them. Well, you know what's really depressing is hearing about like when the Raiders were um, in Oakland. In Oakland, there was stories all the time about there was some dad who was there with like his daughter or something who got literally like he went into a coma because he got yeah. beat so bad in the parking lot after the game. He was like literally went into a coma. It's like over a football game that right. like literally has no effect so, on anyone's. So life. that's it's where like, it comes Jesus. like. Know where you're at. Know what you should and shouldn't say. Yeah. Like, joke with them. It's okay if, like, like I want to go to Buffalo. I want to go to Philly and watch a Broncos game. I'm not going to talk shit to both those fan bases. I know where I'm at. But you got to do it in, like, a loving fashion. Right. Like, like a, we like, score, hey, you stand up and clap. I'm breaking and, your balls a little bit. Right. But, like, I'm not actually trying to get you to fucking fight me. Like, right. <laughs> like, you stand up and you clap and, like, they <clears> boo you and you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But you don't, like, turn around and, like, provoke people to, like, violence. Oh, I got a question for you now that we're talking about this kind of stuff. So is your household going to be strictly an Eagles household? Like your your kids are going to have to you're going to have them in fucking Eagles gear all the time growing up? Uh, well, I mean, so far they already are, but it, I mean, it's just because they don't really have a choice. Yeah, they yeah, <laughs> they can pick their own way. Um, I mean, not really. No, if they find a reason to like a team, I mean, all honestly, my family was either Broncos fans or Giants fans because they're all from yeah. New York. <clears throat> so like me being the random Eagles fan, and I actually got some family or Cowboys fans because they live in. In Texas, uh, so yeah. like in the NFC East, I'm the outcast. But so, how did you end up as an Eagles fan? Because when I was playing little league football, like my favorite player was Brian Dawkins. That's right. So I wanted to be just like him. And then on top of that, that was when the Eagles were actually really, really good. They had like Brian Westbrook, um, McNabb. McNabb was playing. Donovan yeah, they McNabb. had Love that guy. To they were just yeah. they were an awesome team to play. Every single time I hopped on Madden, I was playing with the Eagles, and it just became like this thing where like I followed that team so much that it became my team. And so, like, it was just something I developed. It wasn't like anyone forced me to be an Eagles fan. Or yeah, like, and, like, no one in your family is from Philly or anything, right? Well, I got some family who lives in Pennsylvania, but, like I said, they're all Giants fans. Okay, okay. So so it's not like it came from So they're the like, what the fuck yeah. is this guy doing? Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's like East Coast ties, but I, I definitely just chose it just because of, you know, me playing. I like the, t- the team, and, of course, Brian Dawkins was my guy. Yeah, yeah. So... Well, I was kind of the same way when I was younger because I used to play Madden, but I retired in 2006 and will never pick up the sticks again. Dude, Madden um, is the most infuriating <laughs> game ever. <laughs> That's why I retired. Um, I was I loved the Packers back in the day. I was a huge Brett Favre fan. I loved all those fucking guys on the Packers team. Donald in Driver. Like 06, like right around that time frame. Like right around the same time that 
Peyton Manning was on the Colts, and he had like Dallas Clark as his tight end, and Marvin Harrison as a receiver, and all that kind of stuff. Reggie like, Wayne. Th- those guys, like that's when I stopped playing Madden. Just like those it. names were on those teams, and I was the biggest Packers fan ever. But then, I, like eventually, as I stopped playing Madden and I got older, I was like, I don't know why I have any allegiance to the Green Bay Packers other than like I like a handful of their players I'm like, like I, live, I don't even know where Wisconsin yeah, is I'm like I live in Denver I might as well just start rooting for the Broncos and then that's I've just been pretty much a Broncos fan ever since then. at least but. you're not like a bandwagon fan right like there's a lot of pa- or, uh, Eagles fans that have just come out of random places this year they're like you get a lot of that for yeah sure. fly Eagles fly and it's like when was the last time you cheered for the Eagles and they're like well not last year but like what what sports franchise do you think has the most bandwagon fans Patriots Patriots. I would. I would. One. I would argue any team with Tom Brady. I would argue that's a very good answer. I would argue Alabama and college football and oh, the Gold, fu- Golden State. Tie. Golden State Warriors are yeah. up there too. Fuck yeah. both of them. A lot of bandwagon fans of all those. Can we teams. just speak how happy I am that Alabama is yet again not in the college football? Such title. a relief, uh, dude. It was looking kind of dicey there the last week of the season, especially yeah, with they those saw TCU. conference championship games and stuff. I was like, oh my god, they're gonna fucking. Let Bama in with two win or two losses. I'm like, oh my but instead God. they're like, "Hey, Ohio State, get in here, go get smoked." I'm by relieved. Georgia. I'm relieved. Those games are on Saturday. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna be honest. I've watched zero college football games this entire year. See, oh, college football is my favorite sport to watch. Besides Ooh. the games I was on the sidelines for. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of another sporting event to go to, a fucking national championship basketball game. That would be sick. Like a college football national championship would be sick too. Yeah. Like CU is going to be there next year, so I might go. Okay, sure. But like CU might also be in the national championship for basketball. They got like the number three ranked recruiting class. But it's like I think a Final Four game, like the yeah. team you pick to win your bracket, <clears throat> you go to like the championship yeah. game because you're like, oh fuck. That yeah. w- that was that was another thing I was going to add earlier when we were talking about sports bucket list. I have a lot of college football game things on my sports oh, shit. we're, we're like, working on them year by year yeah now. we're working on them year by year but i i just the college football atmosphere is so fucking cool to me i it's way more exciting than the nfl the only reason oh, i'm yeah. as interested in the nfl as i am is because we play fantasy if i didn't play fantasy football i honestly would probably barely watch nfl football but college football is the shit i fucking love college football Dude, especially col- those college giant- football and college basketball yeah, are both college basketball are yeah. both better than the professional versions of their sports i agree Especially basketball. Basketball especially. Way better. The NBA is like I can watch like one game in the playoffs. Yeah. And then like March Madness, I've got like 14 games going. And I'm like, come on. Dude, it was so funny. Perfect bracket busted. The other day we're at my brother's on Christmas Day. And obviously they have the NFL games throughout the day. But when I was growing up, I used to always love to put on NBA basketball on Christmas Day. Because they always play like 90 fucking games on Christmas Day. And it was just something about like it was unique watching basketball on Christmas Day. I don't know. I just liked it. So I, he's got two TVs. I had him throw basketball on the smaller TV while we had football on the big TV. And you should have fucking heard Sam going. Like, he doesn't watch NBA. He doesn't pay any attention to it. But I had him turn it on. And he starts going on this old man rant, like this old get off my lawn fucking rant about <laughs> how, like, they don't call traveling in the NFL, in the NBA. And it's like they, no, one, no one obeys the rules anymore and everything. It was the fucking, I was like, you just went on the most epic old man fucking rant about basketball I've ever heard in my life. And he's fucking 26 years old. <laughs> I mean, like, in terms of sports, basketball is the least pure when it comes to rules being followed. Especially the like, NBA. The, the NBA actual, is like, like, watching the game for, like, the purity of the sport, you're like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, this is just – he didn't even get touched, and you're giving him a fucking yeah. foul? Like, what are we doing Do you here? watch any anymore, Brandon? Do you watch the NBA? No, I don't watch it. I don't watch anything, really, yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah. I keep up with it a little bit. I'll, I'll watch the standings. and I, yeah, I, I get watch the, the standings. I get the Nuggets scores and stuff, and, like, last night – 
I see like on Instagram fucking Luka Doncic drops 60, a 60 21 point and 10 triple double I'm like oh, Jesus Sheesh. Christ so like that shit's fun to see and like the highlights are fun to watch but watching NBA regular season basketball is really really dude fucking it is too hard yeah I'm it's too get, hard I'm starting to get to a point with the NBA that it's tough like because all the players that I think were exciting for me to watch as a young kid are like fizzling out at this mm-hmm. point yeah it's like the younger guys that are stepping up the new faces of the NBA like I don't really care about like Zion Williams looks like I don't I mean he's a talented dude he's awesome yeah. like dunking but like his face is too small for his body <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Brandon doesn't That's give a fuck about his basketball pedigree he's like dude his face That's there's the something just fucking wrong with his face there's something wrong with your face you know, something about like, your face what's a what's a Trey Young is that the dude for the yeah, Hawks yeah. when he's got that messed up ass hairline like the thing is just terrible bro like, when you, shave your head when I, he can't, I can't root for you until you fix that when he like, was in, something when he was in college at oklahoma i noticed that fucking hairline because they were the cameras from like above him right and i'm like he's like basically bald like why is he yeah. this little fucking rat's just nest admit bullshit defeat. <laughs> that's what i just told admit you defeat for years i'm like matt it's over man nature yeah. one you're bald just shave it like this yeah. it, is, it is what it is Everyone, <laughs> i kept it for the <laughs> longest time to please my mom and then i'm yeah. like mom i'm fucking over this like I look fucking stupid yeah. with one piece of you hair just, covering my yeah, whole forehead. Yeah, you just look desperate. It's just like, <laughs> just, like just shave it. You show so much more confidence when you're just like, fuck it, man. I'm bald. Here, I got a good head me. for being bald. This is me. Yeah, there you go. It's nice and clean, yeah. but I haven't gotten my replacement razor, so I have a little bit of fuzz coming through. <laughs> I think everyone, any guy who is like balding should just be like, I'm just going to shave my head. You look fucking better. You look... Yeah. Well, then, then trying to like desperately hang on to like a little bit of hair on the top of your head. It's like, dude, it's over. Especially it's over. if you can grow a beard. I mean, if you're a guy that can grow a beard, yeah. the beard bald look is it's not sick. a bad look. It's, it's a good. It's a good look from yeah. like most people. Just yeah. rock it. Nope. Can't do it. So I just went bald and I said, fuck it. Bro, two things. I like the fact that you're growing out a beard now. You like that? Because you're Mr. Clean Shaven and always have been. I like it. It's a good look. Anyway, <laughs> other uh, the other thing. You look like Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, great. Speaking of good things that happened over fucking Christmas weekend, dude, I'm gonna, the I'm Broncos gonna, fired Nathaniel I'm going to pull Hackett. up a picture of him because he had – so this, this past weekend, he was, he's, he's bald. He had the, the ball cap on, but you can tell he's bald. And he had the same exact facial hair that you do with, like, the mustache and the goatee combo. Yeah. And we were watching it, and my dad was like, Nathaniel Hackett kind of looks like Matt. And I'm like, dude, you're right. He, they look a lot alike, actually. Except for I would be much better at coaching football than he would. Right, right. Because fuck him. Dude, put Melvin Gordon in over. Fuck. Oh, jeez. <sighs> Let me see if I can find the right picture of it. Should we do a fantasy check-in here? No. Like, look, this is Matt. He's looking from a side angle, but, like, that's Matt. Yeah. He's got the same facial <laughs> hair. With the bald and the same facial hair. Well, and I do like the Broncos, and I do yeah. like orange. I can see you wearing that exact outfit. Yeah, <laughs> you're Nathaniel Just Hackett. Not on the sidelines, and you both have something in common. You're not the head coach of the Denver Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, good old Broncos. I'm so who glad you, they fired him. Who do you guys have playing? In, does anyone? Is this like a I've, big matchup for Thursday night or no? I have CD Lamb and the the kicker for the Cowboys. Okay, and that's it. I didn't. I don't think I had anyone yeah. going tonight. I need them to post at least 30 points, and I don't think they're doing it. Yeah. Probably not. Why do you need them to post 30 points? My fantasy players. Oh, your players. Because that would be a good too. good night on Thursday night if I got 30 points I thought you were talking about players. the teams. I was like, why? What well, I do think I bet on the Cowboys <laughs> to cover a 13.5-point spread, so I need CeeDee Lamb to get a 75-yard touchdown. Do you do any sports gambling, Brandon? 
Dude, I don't gamble on anything but myself. Yeah. I will never, if it's a chance-based thing, no shot. If it's like, hey, I'm going to pick a guy off the street, I'm going to race you, I'll do it. Sports betting is uh, skill-based. That's what they tell people. But if you flip a coin, it's got a 50-50 chance, right? That's what they say. Yeah. I'll lose 100% of the time. That's I how I am. That. 50-50 games, I'm always, I always lose. Fucking every single time. You know what's I, funny, I, I though? Don't, I, don't, I don't bet on sports, dude. Sports, I've watched enough sports in my life to know that like you have no fucking idea what's going to happen. So trying to act like you... Like, all signs could be pointing towards, oh, this team is going to fucking blow this other team out. And then they show up, and the team who's expected by everyone in the world to lose wins and you're like what the fuck happened here like when the broncos were projected to win by three over the rams and the rams were like hey we're gonna put up 50 a 50 piece on christmas day and russell wilson's Merry like christmas i'm gonna throw up three picks and everyone's like that's a quarter of a billion dollar quarterback we have right there <laughs> oh and our offensive lineman just yeeted our fucking backup quarterback on the sideline because he told him to go pick up his quarterback so, that he let get sacked i'm not gonna lie we spent like all weekend after christmas ranting at, like amongst my family like me and my brother and my parents everyone just being like it is so confusing how poorly russell wilson has played this year like doesn't make any sense and i'm glad that so we, we were watching like some it was like the pre segment it was kind of like uh what get up that show on espn it was kind of like a lot of the returning people from that but they were on like the pre-segment to the sunday night game or the monday night game i can't remember which and anyway, they were talking about the Broncos and like the state of the Broncos and Russell Wilson and all this kind of stuff because that was the, the day they filed and fired Nathaniel Hackett. Right. I think. And everyone on that show was just as confused. I'm like, I'm glad all the like experts, quote unquote, are also like, what is happening here? Because it's so confusing how he went from being Russell Wilson we've seen even in the last like two seasons at, in Seattle to like what he's doing now. It's like, what happened? I don't understand I mean, how. Did he really just get that much shittier in one season? It's no, hard to believe that. You, ha you have to take a step back and look at the coaching and the way that the system is like set up. Russell Wilson, when we were down, what, 34 nothing to the Chiefs and we came back and it was 28-34 or whatever that score was, he was playing like Russell Wilson from Seattle. Yeah. But he was using his legs. He was getting out of the pocket. He was scrambling. We had play-action passes going. Like We got Russell Wilson into situations where he could play. He's not a pocket passer. The dude's like 5'3". Yeah. He can't see over his 6'5 lineman. So he's making bad plays. His offensive line has been one of the worst, if not the worst, in the NFL this year. That doesn't help anything. So it doesn't help anything. He's not a pocket passer, and here you're having him stand in the pocket with the worst offensive line in the fucking history of the league. <laughs> he's getting killed. I don't know, like, man. It was just terrible coaching. It was just terrible coaching. Yeah. I would be curious to, like – get to like like know his trainers and the people around him because he seems like a complete head case to me like he when really i does. when i look at someone that's so into imagery like to the point where he's like faking hand like handshakes and shit weird he looks like someone that if he's not doing well he gets in his own head and it's a whole thing yeah and like some of the best athletes in the world you know like they've got like that almost cockiness that comes from being so confident in your preparation and everything you don't have to do that right and he looks like he's like yeah he I looks don't know. He looks like he's trying that, but it's like delusional. You know what I mean? He needs like, an ego check. It, it, if I he saw if I saw check. someone acting like that in like a normal job, you'd be like, that guy's out of his fucking mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like some guy like fake writing TPS reports. Yeah, you're just like, what is he doing over there? You know what I mean? Like fake having water cooler talk. He need to fire Steve. <laughs> like that guy is insane. He, he, is, brought he, one, from he is one week away from a sawed off shot. <laughs> For sure. But like, <laughs> and so I, we actually were talking about this 
about the whole Russell Wilson thing with Sam this past weekend, and he's, he knows Quinn, who's on the team right now. And Sam's like, I asked Quinn, like, is, was he really – because all those reports came out about him doing, like, the high knees on the plane to fucking London while everyone's trying to sleep and all this weird – it's like, what are you doing? And Sam's like, Quinn said he's just as weird as he's portrayed, portrayed. in, like, the media. And, like, he's like that all the time, apparently. He's just – fucking weird guy i mean i get like <clears throat> if you're dedicated to football and you're dedicated to your craft i get it and and if you're gonna be weird about it i totally get certain things but like he has like that electro thing that he had installed in his hip to help him recover faster or like all of this other shit apparently like the reports came out today or yesterday with like he has his own office and like he, he doesn't fit in with like the rest of the team like hmm. he like it's all private like you know he's the head guy and i'm like you need an ego check. Like, you're part of a fucking team. Just because you're getting paid a quarter of a billion dollars, which if I'm the owners, I'm sitting down and being like, we're going to dial this back. We need some of this money that you sucked ass for <laughs> to go to the rest of the team to, yeah. to put good pieces in front of you. Well, you know what's weird is, like, his whole – to go back to, like, his whole weirdness aspect and, like, his the personal side of Russell Wilson, the quarterback, is, like – it seems like he's very, very, very concerned with his image and like his brand. Yeah. Which seems odd because it's like, dude, you don't have to try so hard. Like everyone knows you. We all know you as a Just successful win. quarterback and a nice guy. Like, what else do we need to know? Like Just you win. don't need to you're not like a TikTok influencer. You know no. what I mean? Like, why are you putting so much effort into your image and your brand when like Everyone likes you. Seahawks fans like you. You gave them a decade plus of really good winning Super football. You gave them a Super Bowl. You've played in another Super Bowl. Like you you're should have won. Probably going to go down as a Hall of Fame quarterback at some point. The guy's been like however many fucking – he's been a pro bowler however many times. He, like, he's literally a pro bowler every year in Seattle but one. Yeah, it's like, dude, you're a fucking monster. Even people liked you. and He played at Wisconsin, didn't he? Yeah. It's like it, people even liked you at Wisconsin. Like everyone likes you. It's not like right. you have to prove anything. Well, you, it's you, like he's constantly being like, "Guys, like me. You like me, right?" And it's you, like, "Yeah, it's fine." You Take know it. Easy. You know it. Like really hit its peak when you know the whole "Let's Ride" thing became like a national like that is fucking another weird scene. And that like, whole thing is strange. You know, before we start, like everyone was playing. Like everyone's like, "Let's ride," and I'm like, "Yeah, cool." It's his new slogan. And then all of a sudden, we're like three and fourteen, and he's like, "Broncos country, let's ride." And it's right. like, it's like maybe, what are we fucking riding? Like, a fucking fiery plane crash? crash that just blew yeah. up on the fucking ground uh, that's one of those things where you know how like not to get into this whole thing but like ha everyone's been seeing like kanye just go insane in front of the entire nation like this Dude, whole apparently year. he's disappeared like people don't know where he's been for the past two weeks that guy needs a lot of help anyway um it's almost like you know he you can clearly tell that like someone like that doesn't have anyone in his like close inner circle who is like real enough with him to just be like you need to fucking calm down <laughs> What you're doing is ridiculous. You look like an insane person. Like, Russell Wilson had no one close to him be like, maybe stop saying let's ride so much. You know what I mean? Or they're like fucking four and ten. Or they're telling easy him. With the let's ride. Like, or they're stop. telling him stop saying that. And he's got the ego, though, where he's like, no, or this is like, my no, image. This is my he's brand. Like, I got to do it. And it's like. He needs someone to be no. like, let me tell you how this is coming across to literally everyone else. It's not great. Just so please stop. All he has to do is watch one fucking hour of TV clips from this entire year of people just shitting on him to understand, like, you're getting booed at mile high. Right. Like, you're being booed and at I a way stadium is by a Broncos fans. I think it honestly, like, the animosity wouldn't be so bad if he, wasn't, if he didn't act the way he does. You know what I mean? Like, if he was just a guy who was real quiet, just went out there and played football, and it just, just so happened that it wasn't going well, 
People wouldn't be as pissed, I don't think. Dude, but it's like like the most Carlton Banks, Carlton Banks. <laughs> he fucking really is, dude. <laughs> and no one like Carlton Banks, even in Bel Air. And I'm just like, dude, you have got to chill. You gotta take that energy, like, take it down. Like, I don't, I don't know what he needs to do, but like, he needs to win football bizarre. games, and then he can build his his image back up to what he wants. Yeah, because right now in Denver, he's the worst quarter billion dollar thing that's ever happened. Like. I just, roadways suck, and they've probably spent like billions on those. And he's worse than the Colorado roads right now. I I just don't. I never did understand the whole like, oh, we're gonna sign him to like this initial two year deal, which was like, I don't remember how much it was for, but it was like a reasonable contract. And then before he even plays a snap of football for the Broncos, they're like, how would you like a five year extension for two hundred fifty million dollars? It's like what? That's, that's the part I thought was just comical, man. I was like, he's done nothing. He hasn't proved that he can even I play mean, anymore. Like, like here's what are we here's about? the thing too, though, right? You have to look at it from the other side. We just traded two first round draft picks, two second round draft picks, a fifth round draft pick, and three players for this guy. If yeah. you don't extend him before the season, and all of a sudden he's like. I don't really like Denver. I want to leave. And you're like, well, we just gave up everything for you, and now you're gone for free. So you be, it becomes one of those, like, what if he was had a 40-touchdown season and another team's like, we'll, we'll literally give you, you know, $500 million for five years. Like, it becomes one of those things you're like. I don't know. It just seems like one of those things where. I mean, it was stupid. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But. Is he. Even if he was really good this year, is he worth $250 million at this stage of his career? I don't think so. That's the thing. It's not like he's one of those super young quarterbacks. Like right. The, he's not a Josh Mahomes. Josh Allen, yeah. Joe Burrow types that you could build a franchise right. with. Right. It's not like he's got 10 to 15 more years of really good football in him. He just I mean, doesn't. Okay, let me ask this question. Then. And it's not to like counter your point, but do you think Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson are worth what like Kyler Murray got paid? Even though they're having the worst I think season Lamar two and he's been hurt, I was going to say I think Lamar is worth that money. But he wants Kyler. I think it's Lamar wants fully guaranteed. So do you think Lamar's worth a full two hundred million? Like guaranteed? I, would, I would rather spend it on Lamar Jackson than I would on Russell Wilson. Yeah, I mean, given the I choice. would too. The upside's a lot more on Lamar. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I look at injury history, and until this year and last year, Russell Wilson like missed like one snap. Well, true, you know? but. It becomes one of those things like, would you rather have a guy play every game who fucking blows, or would you rather have a guy who's amazing when he's healthy but who's hurt quite a bit? <laughs> you know, like I don't I mean, know. They're what? still ten and four because they have a good. The, the exactly. rest of their team exactly. is good. Yeah, the and, rest and of our the Broncos team are just, four and eleven or whatever we are. Four and eighty-six. Yeah, we haven't had a winning season since we won a Super Bowl. It's rough. I wonder if that's ever happened to a franchise in the history of the NFL before, where they win the Super Bowl and then like for the next six years are we're, below we're on the longest streak. I think we have like the longest streak in NFL history That's of winning bad. a Super Bowl and then missing the playoffs. Crazy. It's a sad state of affairs here in Denver. But fucking but hockey's killing it. Hockey's I, I killing it. I don't watch hockey, but the fucking Nuggets are. If the Nuggets can stay fully healthy through the rest of the year, I don't see who can beat us in the West. I mean, obviously, right in, in my honest opinion, the two front runners for MVP in the NBA are Luka and. Jokic, and it's so, literally just a race of triple doubles between the two of them. So speaking of those two guys, Brandon, I don't know if you saw this. I sent it in our little Instagram message, but <laughs> ESPN we posted this. Add and it's fucking that. yeah, you need to be in this. Um, it's Luca and fucking Nikola Jokic when they were younger, and it's like these two dudes really be putting up generational stat lines every night. <laughs> I've seen that dude. Yeah. <laughs> Look at these fucking guys, Nikola Jokic. My dad was like, like so enamored by him the other day. He's like. 
Nikola Jokic looks like the least athletic dude you've ever seen in your life, but he's like, he is so effective. I'm like, yeah. It's, it doesn't make any sense. Like, when you watch him, you're like, if you just saw that guy on the street, you're like, he looks pretty uncoordinated. He doesn't look like he'd he, be good at basketball. He probably has the best basketball IQ in the entire NBA right now. Yeah. I, I'd probably put money on him having the best basketball IQ in the NBA. Wasn't he back-to-back MVP? Yeah, and coming off honestly, he's probably the front runner for MVP right now. It's between him and Luka. Crazy. Crazy. Like, honestly, I, I could see him, if he keeps up what he's doing, winning MVP again for three in a row. Now it's just like win a fucking championship though, so you can that cement. Would be sick. Like if he win, if he wins MVP this year or wins the NBA Finals and wins, you know, Finals MVP, first ballot Hall of Famer, hundred percent. Like he's going straight yeah. in because he's arguably the greatest big man to ever play. Just by what he does. It's always so funny though, because like I love him obviously, and I love the Denver Nuggets. Um, but you hate unathletic athletes. I do hate unathletic athletes, and it's so funny because I you, the comment you made. I like boxing. I follow boxing a lot, too. And that's how I feel about Tyson Fury. Mm-hmm. Like Tyson Fury just looks like he should be, like, holding a club in a Lord of the Rings movie. Yeah, yeah. But he fucking <laughs> is so good at it's boxing. He's really effective. Like, the yeah. way he moves is incredible to me. Yeah. And I'm like, man, it works. Dude, he's, if it works for you, good it's always you, It's man. so confusing because, like, just by the eye test, you're like, that guy doesn't look like he'd be yeah, good at this. He gets but in then, the, the ring, you know, with yeah. like some other dudes. and you're Like just, Anthony man. Joshua who just chisels himself and, like, takes his diet serious. And Tyson Fury is just like, meh. Although Tyson Fury also was, like, 600 pounds at one point. Was he really? Yeah, he was, like, like suicidal, heavily depressed. His book is really good. Like, he wrote a book about all this shit, and then he lost a bunch of weight, came back to boxing, was like, I'm going to be the heavyweight champion of the world. And just How much like, does he weigh now? He's, like, 280. Like, 280. he doesn't, it doesn't look 280, though. It looks yeah. like he's, like, 380, but he's, like, 280 <laughs> and just fucking, yeah. Like I'm not going to lie. I know next to nothing about boxing. I pay zero attention Do you know what Tyson Fury looks like? I have seen pictures of okay, him, yeah, okay. yeah. Boxing's a dying sport, I will say that. Honestly, right now, the thing that's I wouldn't say it's dying. It's been dying for decades, I think. Yeah, it's well, not in a good state. But the only thing keeping it afloat right now, and it pains me to say this, is Jake Paul. He's really yeah. the only thing keeping eyes on boxing. And I just want him to get knocked the fuck out so I can be like, you're not a real boxer. Dude, but I like, think even the UFC is dying at this point. Shit, they just jacked up their fucking rates for next year for all Yeah, but the, I don't have anyone right now I like to watch. I, I could give a shit less about most of the people that are, like, the champs. It's just, well, yeah, the champ, the champions besides, like, Volkanovsky for me and they go are and really, bring, like... Go ahead and bring back McGregor so he can get fucking beat for the 50th straight time. Well, so that's, that's the thing. That's something people, I watch. They're going to bring back McGregor, but you kind of have to throw him, like, another cowboy-type fight where it's like, he's going to come back and he... He's got a 90% chance where he's just going to dominate the fight. You got to give him a fight to like win the people back. But I think they're going to throw in Michael Chandler, and I think it's going to be like the shit. Michael Chandler's fun to watch. I think Michael Chandler will win that easily. Michael Chandler's fun to fucking watch. Dude, dude do you just guys gets watch in there UFC regularly? I do. I try to watch it as, as much as I can. I would say I watch more UFC than any other sport. Really? I hardly ever watch and I've, course, always, just, I've always been like that like i if you guys wanted to watch i'd watch a fight with you guys and then like if sam and his buddies want to watch i would watch with them but like i pay zero attention to ufc i mean it's like ha- it's it's fun to watch every once in a while but i'm just like i don't know it's, it's hard just, to follow because it's not like it's not a sport for everyone right like yeah well it's, i also it's the brutal side i also struggle a little bit with it because like i think a lot of the people i know in my life who like it have been watching it for like a long time going back to like the early days of ufc right so they know all these names and they've watched all these guys fight and they know like the history of the league 
which is kind of how I am with like NFL and NBA history, but I don't have that with the UFC. So I feel lost in right. conversations like you, you, you about en- UFC. You enjoy watching the the combat side of it and them in the octagon, right. but you're kind of like, but I'm like, I don't know, I don't know who he about. fought three fights ago, exactly, or. Yeah. or Oh, yeah, you yeah. said he fought this guy, but I don't know who that guy is. And everyone's right. like, really? You don't know who that guy is? Yeah, because like, when I'm around people who watch a lot of UFC, they talk about UFC and like guys' prior fights the way I would reference, like, oh, yeah, the Broncos' week four game against whoever. Like, right. I just know that because I've been watching all season. You know what I mean? But like, I'm not that way with UFC. So people are like, oh, yeah, when he fought fucking so-and-so and like it was like the third-round submission, I'm like, I-, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, I think, <laughs> I think when John Jones that. comes back which he's supposed to, and people want him to fight Francis Ngannou, which if that fight goes down, I mean, I'll be buying it. Uh, I'll be watching that because, one, John Jones, I think he did it right. He's moving up from – he had no more competition at light heavyweight, let's be real. I mean, I think him and Yuri would have been a fucking pretty pretty good fight. Isn't Yuri hurt right now? Yeah, and he vacated the light heavyweight belt. But it's like – Is John Jones – isn't his issue like he just can't stay clean? No, I mean he's been clean for a while, but he wanted to move up and then wanted to train and wants to get a good fight. Hmm. And so, so he's been holding out for. I don't think he's fought in like two years. Yeah, he he's bulking from say, fighting like at two hundred five to right now before. he's walking around at like a stacked two fifty five. Like oh. he he put the weight on the right way. Like I mean he's probably doing steroids. Let's be real, but like he put the fucking weight on. He's not like I'm gonna be you know a heavyweight. Hasn't he gotten in trouble a few times though for like drugs and shit? That's oh, kind of yeah. what I was talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't like that's that's been kind of his issue. Is like, oh, he's off fucking so he, getting arrested he, doing coke, driving in a Lamborghini or whatever the fuck he's doing. Yeah, that happened. But then he <laughs> his more like the more ones you hear about is like he had a, like one picogram in his one of his like B samples that made him vacate the belt for two years. Hmm. Then he came back and shit all over DC. I mean, John Jones has been probably the most hated person in the UFC, unfairly in my opinion. Like. His 12-6 elbow that they forfeited for, I mean, they should have just given him that win. And then, like, the whole picogram of Tarina Ball in the system. And they say it's the size of, like, a grain a gra- grain of salt in an Olympic-sized, like, pool. And I'm like, come on, man. All these dudes are doing something. So and is that the reason because of all the hate? Is that why people don't like him? Because I mean, well, there's kind of, like, like domestic violence. Like, yeah. oh, there's other reasons why people don't like him, but I also think he's gotten some unnecessary hate. Too. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. But it also doesn't help him that the person that he had this biggest rivalry with is now one of the main announcers for the UFC and Daniel Cormier. Yeah, the uh, uh, Carlton Banks of the UFC. You're not a Cormier fan? Dude, Cormier is such a Pinocchio. <laughs> I think my brother's a big fan of him. I think I've heard him talk I don't, about that before. I, I really don't mind him. He, he's kind of grown on me as an announcer. That's another thing. Is like I'll, I'll, I'll see, like, I was watching, one of the last fights I watched, they were giving him some, like, accolade or award. His, I think it was his Hall of Fame. Maybe like, it was the Hall of Fame thing. The and they were showing, like, clips of him fighting. And I was like, this would be so much cooler if I had, like, watched all these fights. Like, I, I just, I'm like, oh, I'm just literally seeing all of this for the first time. Like, this is all dude, news I mean, to me. The and guy I was, was like, a oh, great dude, fighter. Like, like, he was like, a fucking great fighter. I'm like... That's the that's the part where like I just feel like I've I've missed out on so much UFC history where I'm like I'm just lost. When you're, you're like, well, about he's being induction to the Hall of Fame, so I'm assuming like, he I'm was assuming a good he fighter. was pretty good, but literally never saw him fight. I don't think so. There's some people that you you, you gotta watch that f- like some of their highlights. Like Justin okay. Gaethje's fun to watch. Well, so here's a question then pertaining to that topic: What do you think was like your favorite era of the UFC? I um, mean, like. 
Like when who was who was fighting? Just throw out some names. Like what was like your favorite? I mean, I liked this is going back like yeah, go back as far probably as probably high like, school, just, maybe before, but like Tito Ortiz, Iceman Chuck Liddell, you know, Forrest okay. Griffin, um, you know, Rashad Evans, Rampage Jackson, like those. That was like kind of the OG, like big, like that's when people started. Isn't that really kind of when the sport was really in. starting to explode? Yeah. yeah, like watching those guys was fun, and then I also really loved watching like prime Conor McGregor, yeah, because he was a true fucking like. He was fucking really good. Like, he was well, a great was, fucking fighter. I mean, I don't know a lot about it, but wasn't he pretty much the face of the sport for, like, he still years? Is, he still is the face of the sport. Which is kind of crazy. Like, if the UFC want needs money, they're going to book Conor McGregor to fight someone. And it just And it doesn't up. matter yeah. who he's fighting. It's It does numbers. Yeah. yeah. Like, the fight when we were in Vegas for your bachelor party, the Poirier one when he broke when his he leg. snapped his leg. This is the third fight, and I'm like... The UFC doesn't care that he broke his leg. Like, it sucks because they can't reschedule it soon. But, like, yeah. at the same time, like, it makes up for a better storyline going forward. Yeah. And it's like, they already made their pay-per-view money. And yeah. this, this ended after five minutes. And you right. have all these Irish fans that came in here. And they're in Vegas spending money. Like, <laughs> just brought so much money for five minutes. That was another thing that happened to me. I would say out of the last, like, because, I again, I rarely watch UFC fights. But, like, out of the last, like, five that I watched... Three of them ended with someone's fucking leg snapping. And I was like, what is happening? Why is like, it literally, it was like two of them in a row or three of them in a row where someone fucking snapped their leg. I'm like, this is disgusting. Because like, if you watch, you know, NBA or NFL or whatever, usually you don't see super gruesome injuries like that. They're very, very rare. But like UFC, like the, you, there's the potential that's just going to happen like any minute. Dude, any, any, any leg kick, I'm like, Ugh. yeah, you're like, it could just happen. Like that, sh- that the shin could just snap in two. You're like, oh, lovely. That's fun to watch. But, Ugh. you know, with the UFC, I mean, why McGregor's so big is he does such a good job of selling his fights. He's what a ma- showman. What made boxing, what made UFC so good for a lot of people and why people get into it is. The people who can talk shit effectively. Yeah. Like, Cormier would try it, and, like, everyone at home felt like they could kick his ass. Yeah. You know, there's a gift to being able to do it correctly, like Ali, McGregor. Like, McGregor does it phenomenally. I hate McGregor. I really don't like him, but he's a great shit talker. Well, he promotes his fights so good. Well, and that's why, like, I try and not pay much attention to, like, the Paul brothers, but, like, they're also really fucking good at that. They're really good at like making people hate them, but like those people tune into fights and spend money on their fights. That's why they're f- so fucking rich. Well, I mean, like going to Jake Paul. They're just like they're just like real life internet trolls that have like somehow been smart enough to make that equal lots of money. Well, I mean, it's like kind of amazing to like watch. Really. Jake Paul, like I think he could be a great boxer. Don't get me wrong. Like the dude's dedicated. He he's training. Like he's putting work in. It's not like he just does this for like three or four hours a day. He's like dedicated to being a professional boxer. But if you look at who he's fought, it's just like and people are like giving him a lot more credit for Anderson Silva. I'm like, yeah, I give him credit for that. That's the hardest fight he's had. But like, but isn't Anderson Silva like 47? Yeah, or something? he. You're fighting an aged MMA fighter right, still that right. wasn't a primary boxer. Like right. Fight someone around your age or younger than you that is just like a true boxer. Like yeah. this whole Tommy Fury fighting, and it keeps like falling out here and there. And I'm like, just fight him. If you knock him out, you cement yourself as like a true boxer, and people yeah. are going to drop this whole storyline of like, well, you haven't fought an actual boxer yet. I think that's my thing. As like someone who doesn't really pay a lot of attention to it but sees the headlines and stuff, it's like, 
so why are we paying attention to this guy again? He's like fighting retired NBA players and shit. I'm like, oh, how is that impressive again? Like, I don't know. I'm just like, because he's an internet personality that had a reach of millions yeah. of kids before. So now they're the ones that tune into this shit. Yeah. You know what is kind of very fun, bizarre though? is, uh, I love watching the other athletes fight. Like, oh, like people like from Le'Veon other Bell and Frank Gore, I think just fought it was AP too. He fought AP. Le'Veon knocked out Adrian Peterson. Huh? And watching Nate Robinson get knocked out was special because I think <laughs> all special. basketball players are so, so cocky for no reason, man. And soft. So the very first one's like, oh, I'm going to go beat someone's ass. Yeah, and yeah. then he steps in the ring and he's face first snoozing. He got hit yeah. with Zequil. I was like, man. I like he I got hit with one. like eight bottles of Zequil. I My thing is like, I, I mean, I guess I, I want to say like why – would someone like Adrian Peterson or Nate Robinson want to do that? But the obvious answer is like money. But still, for me, it's just like if I was like Adrian Peterson, I'd be like, no, I have no interest in doing a celebrity boxing match. Like why would I ever want to do that? I'm one of the greatest NFL running backs of all time. I'm a fucking multimillionaire. Why would I want to fake fight some fucking guy in a sport that I have zero fucking experience in? Well, see, but a lot of these guys like box, like for cardio and stuff. Like they'll train boxing, but they don't. But there's a there's a difference. Yeah, there's a difference between like boxing for a workout and boxing to like be a boxer. You know what I mean? Like, dude, you're not you're you're a fucking minnow swimming with sharks. Like, there's people out there who like do that who are like mean, strong, yeah. hateful people who, like, want to fucking kill you. They're okay with, like... And you're just like, I think I'll try this. It's like, like Deontay, maybe don't. You know, like, I don't know. One of my favorite interviews was Deontay Wilder. He comes out and he goes, you know, it would it would be bad, but I also... I step in the ring and my goal is to kill you. He goes, yeah. and I can legally kill you while boxing. If I hit you hard enough, I'll kill you. Yeah. And I'm okay with killing you. Like, my goal is to... And he goes, I might die in here. But my goal is to kill you. And I'm like, that's terrifying that this is a professional athlete who is really good, who has right. arguably the hardest punch in all of boxing. Well, that's saying like, he's uh, okay with killing someone in the ring. Because yeah. some guy got hit in the back of the head. This was a couple years ago. And now he's like, I, I can't remember what happened, but he's got like, it's not cerebral palsy, but he's wheelchair but he's bound. He's fucked up. Yeah. He, like, he, he's, he's more or less like he's lost his whole life because right. he got hit in the back of the head. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you can die doing this. There are sport. there are fucking killers who do that. Like yeah. that was that was like Mike Tyson's whole thing. If you listen to him talk about it, trying to just tell his kids or even like anyone who's like young up, up and coming who's like I kind of want to get into boxing. He's like, don't, right? Because you're gonna go up against guys like me in my prime who like are fucking animals. Right. He's like, and this- like I am I am I am a physical specimen who has honed <laughs> his skills right. and is insanely strong and my entire desire in that ring is to murder, murder you. Yeah. Because if you I don't, don't want to fucking do that if you don't have to. Because if like, I don't murder you in the ring, I'd probably be killing people out of exactly. the ring. Exactly. It's like the only way to funnel like intense Dude, anger. A lot of these good fighters, they come from like a troubled childhood right. and they're like, I found fighting at the age yeah. of like 13 because right. it was either I go to juvie, to prison, yeah. you know, and I die in prison or I go to the fucking gym and just start beating the shit out of kids. Right. But I'm doing it in a yeah. place it's where a I'm sport. allowed it's, to it's do like it. It's like sanctioned. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, yeah. It's the same so reason why a lot of people really probably start it. playing football too. You know? And also sports provide a platform for people to make their lives better. Like right. there's always the promise of like, hey, if I practice hard enough, if I lift weights enough, if I try You can go get your face enough, punched in. Yeah. Or, you know, you can be a middle linebacker for the Tennessee Titans at some point and make millions of dollars. You know, there's always that. 
<clears throat> excuse me, there's always that potential of like, right. this could bring me out of my shitty circumstances in life to like a pretty sweet fucking life if I just do this one thing. Right. Whereas like, you know, if they if they, if that if that sport if football or boxing wasn't there, maybe they spend their time instead fucking around, drinking too much, getting in street fights a lot, you know, like getting into drugs, whatever it may be. So you can kind of see how that that those paths are seem appealing. To I mean, people. like, could you think of anyone mm-hmm. that we grew up with here that could become like a professional fighter? That would have the right mindset to be like, you know, I'm ready to go in there and just fuck. Well, I don't, up. I don't think anyone who grew up in the area we grew up in like had any. They don't have the sort of background of what we were just talking about, like those type of people. Who right. Are like, but I'm saying like... I mean, you, I'm sure there's someone... I mean, I didn't really know any like fighters. I mean, I knew athletes, but I didn't know any fighters. I'm sure someone had like this skill. If they wanted to, they right. could have taken it. But like, I don't know if anyone really in Highlands Ranch, Colorado is like... I'm <laughs> right, gonna, just like, drop them and like, go. It's either this or the streets, man. It's like, yeah, the streets are, pre- are fine. It's Highlands Ranch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think you're fine to walk home from King Soup. It's actually it's nice. The roads are well lit. You know, There's a lot of restaurants around here. <laughs> I think you're okay. A lot of people home. drive Range Rovers. It's a nice place. <laughs> I think you'd be all right. Worry. You know, the people in the car are probably more scared of you. Yeah, yeah. And you're scared of them, so... I think that people could do it, you know. I mean, I think you look at someone coming out of like an area like this, like chances are what would make them excel is that they'd probably get like really good coaching from some pro right. trainer, right, you know, right, that would right. set them up and like might be able to do it. But yeah, they'll, what would be different is they don't have like, the, yeah, that survival instinct, that hunger, I'm going to prove someone wrong, chip on my shoulder type right. mentality because – you know, they really, it doesn't come from, they don't have area. to fight to feed their family. They're like, exactly, I, I, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm making a hundred grand being yeah. a fucking level one. Banker. Like there's, there's a difference between like, I want to do this just cause I'm pretty good at it. And I think it's fun versus like, I have to do this. Right. Like this I have no other option. Survive. Yeah. There's it's, like a way different approach. It's this or I sell drugs or, <laughs> yeah. you know, get into other shit yeah. that I'm going to get in trouble for. Yeah. Which was honestly like, that was my thing with football is like, I wasn't doing it because I had like this burning desire to play football. I was just like. Yeah, I'm big and athletic, and I could probably get a college scholarship. It's about all there is to it. Like <laughs> a free ride to scholarship. Yeah, like that's that's about where like my desire ends. But you know, other people are different. They you have, wasted like, a burning your fucking desire. You wasted your gift. No, I exchanged it for a college diploma. You and a vertebrae it. in my back, lest we forget. <laughs> that's always fun. See, I wish I had my brother's size in high school. I would have loved it. I still miss playing football. I wish I had played receiver. No, you wouldn't have. <laughs> he leaps back if, from the mic. If we could have replayed, if if we could go back in time to going Let's into our... Let's relitigate this. If, if we could go back in time to going into our senior year and we had this sit-down conversation where it was the two of us and Garrett and we're like, we think you should play wide receiver. You could probably start. You could probably be an all-state receiver and get a lot of D1 offers. And you go, guys, guess what? I like standing on the sideline and watching the defense play. And we're like, or you could start and play receiver and be the best receiver on our team and probably the best offensive player on our team and one of the best in the state. And you go, yeah, but I like chasing people down in kickoffs instead. And we're like, or... (laughs) Brandon's just a defensive guy through and through. We we were all offensive people and he was a defensive guy. I played football to hit people. Yeah. And like, all right, so I look back at the offense, right? It's fine. Get you the ball in open space and you go seek out the quarterback or the cornerback and just fucking hit him. Okay, I have a couple of things to say, though. Number one, one, actually, yeah, three points. Number one, our offense ran for 2,000 yards and threw for 500. So how many? Because we didn't have any receivers. 
That's not true. You had Volker, you know. He was okay, really good. again, we didn't have any receivers. <laughs> uh, regardless, it's two. There was a lot of favoritism on the defense. Right, so you could I have played have, receiver. I should not have ever been behind the person I was behind for any reason <laughs> ever. I mean, you can say I, names. I, I doubt tw- they listen. I'm 29 years old and I just jumped a 39 inch vertical. Like I athletically could have done anything better than anyone that was on the field in front of me. So receiver, I could, I for sure could have played it. I maybe I do regret it a little bit. I look back in my career and honestly, I think one of my, I would rather have played college football even at a smaller division level than gone to college for track. I look back and. I regret that too. Well, yeah. Do you realize how your track career panned out and the coach we had for track? I mean, I won a conference championship and two right, team but, championships. But you also threatened to kill your head coach in the middle of the football field with the entire team watching this thing go down. And the only person in the entire mm-hmm. world that knew what was going on was the one person there that you had punched before because they had talked to you about stuff. <laughs> and could see the body language happening from a mile away going, he's about to fucking kill him. He's going to hit him. He's going to drop our head coach in the middle of everyone. Have I heard this story before? I feel like I have heard this story. First of all, I yell and punch lots of people. <laughs> <laughs> but not your head coach. So it's okay. He wasn't Dude, singling you he out. Was, so I was, you know, this was in the middle of our football stadium. The track obviously goes around. The javelin runways at one end zone, and Brandon's literally on the logo having a conversation with our head coach. And he's doing the animated Brandon fucking discussion where he's, you know, how Brandon gets like up on his tippy toes when he's talking, he's fucking slamming his fist. Yeah, and you I can know ju- you can like see every yeah, fucking I can actually vein picture it right now in his head, like popping out as he's like trying to just destroy this head coach. He was like Probably a millisecond from punching him. Like I don't know what what came over Brandon. What was at over the this? Moment. Like what what caused all this? Probably had to run like an extra thirty yards or something. No, it was being told I wasn't supposed to do something. Um, because I I obviously did the decathlon in college, so I did every event basically. And at this point, I had hurt my knee, so they were just having me do long jump and triple jump and okay. like high jump. Like they limited me just jumping. And um. I was trying to throw a javelin at practice, and my my coach wouldn't let me do it. And this was after I had gotten in trouble like a week before that. They um, canceled my gym membership and took my card away because I was in the weight room too much. (laughs) (laughs) That's the most Brandon thing I've ever heard in my life. And so, like, you're going to the gym too much. Stop. (laughs) No, finish what you're saying, and then I'll tell you the most Brandon shit in the world. Okay, okay, continue. But, um, so yeah, I was like, well, this is just another thing I'm not allowed to do. Um, and I was getting into his face about it. And like that same week we had two pole vaulters on my team and they had showed up to practice hammered and okay. went and got margaritas at lunch or something like that. And not <laughs> a single repercussion. And I'm sitting here in trouble because I'm working out too much and I'm not supposed to do more in practice. And I'm like, I'm trying to be the national champion. I'm not trying to fuck around here. Like I, you're, you're here as a coach. Fantastic. I don't need you. I can do this myself, and yours in my way. And so we never got along, <laughs> dude. It was br- That's the best way to finish that whole thing. Is like, and so long story short, we didn't get along. <laughs> it was brutal oh, watching it. Although I would have agreed with him hitting him, I would have been on Brandon's side the whole time. So you I were there while it was happening. Oh yeah, I was watching everything. 
Because people are like, what's he doing? And I'm like, well, he's probably going to kill him. So, like, let's just stand here and watch. Good thing he doesn't have a javelin in his hand. Well, I also fought a kid at practice one time. Not a huge fight. He didn't really retaliate. But I threw him down to the track in front of everyone. And they were all freaking out, all the girls. Because it's a co-ed sport. The girls didn't like it. <laughs> oh, but yeah. I was yeah. definitely your atypical track athlete. But because I mean, I, I'm asshole. a little testy, you know, like going back to the whole boxy thing. Like I, you've seen me go like dark with fake fights that don't even exist. Yeah. Like I am very confrontational in nature. Wait, you are? It's crazy. It's almost like you went through the bridge. Yeah. Uh, how that works. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's over there. He's he's yeah, taking a water break. Like, right, let's get fucking animated. Right. <laughs> what did you say was the most braining thing ever? Going back to what you were saying. You know, Zach was talking shit about you working out, of course, when you're hurt. Oh, yeah. He had his back surgery here, and and me and him go to the fucking gym, right? We're at Northridge, and he sits up, and he's like, and he goes, and I'm like, yeah, you're bleeding. You're literally bleeding through your open wound from your back surgery. This is like two days And we're at the fucking gym. He's also the kid who nonchalantly (laughs) just sends me a text, and he goes, by the way, I don't think I'm going to be in film class tomorrow because... uh, I'm having my appendix removed in like an hour. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, I what? He's like, do you need me to take you to the hospital? He goes, no, I drove myself. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Brandon just comes in all nonchalant. Like, so I think my appendix burst. Can you guys uh, hook me up? Well, no, I did. I, it was kind of funny. The doctors were tripping out because I, I showed up. The only reason I went in is I was like, it was weird. I couldn't work out that day. And that was on. <laughs> I couldn't work out. <laughs> and <laughs> the doctors are looking at you like, what? <laughs> well, I was laying in bed and like, I'm like, oh, man, like something's got to be weird. I told my mom about it. I was like, nothing hurts, but like my stomach just kind of feels weird. I haven't eaten any food. And she's like, well, just be like conscious. It could be your appendix. And like, I felt like this like little, like felt like a mini explosion in my stomach. This was like one in the morning. Okay. And I'm like, knowing my <laughs> dumb ass, my appendix just burst. I'm going to go to sleep and sleep through sepsis and die. <laughs> you and really so, felt like a mini explosion? Yeah. Like a little, like, I don't know. It was like a, uh, you know, when you get a muscle spasm? Yeah. It was like that, but, but like, like in the middle in- of my sp- yeah, stomach or something. So, so you're like, oh, well, it didn't even hurt, not, not and I was great. like, I don't know what that was, but like, I started getting like the you know bad thoughts, like what you if, did what paranoid if, about yeah. it at this point. Yeah, and so I was like, I'm just gonna drive myself to the hospital. I didn't tell anyone. Just you know, locked my door, drove into the hospital, and I'm like sitting there, and I'm like, hey, I, I just want to get my stomach checked out. Like, uh, something's kind of weird or whatever. Just I felt the paperwork, and I like sit down, and they do all the thing, and I'm calmly telling them everything, and the doctor comes back, and he's like. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, definitely thought we were just going to be sending you home, but it, your white blood cell count is, like, really high, and we're going to do appendix surgery in two hours. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so how did they – what did they do to figure out that the appendix had actually burst? Well, it didn't burst. It was just infected at the time. Oh, like Inflamed. Okay. Like, so it would, but it would have? It would have eventually oh. if not had the procedure. And that's when you get in trouble. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I was worried about is I was like, my dumb ass will go to sleep. It'll blow up. Yeah. And then I'll wake up not in – I'll wake up in a brighter room. Yeah. yeah, you'll be like, ah, I just have gas or whatever. And you fucking, your appendix is St. St. Peter's just sitting there, like, tapping his foot. And he's like, you're an idiot. You're a fucking idiot. Fucking idiot. Your mom told you literally an hour ago <laughs> to be conscious I mean, of your appendix. That's not the, that's like, not yeah. the only surgery, That's though, on me. That's on me. That he had there and just, like, didn't care about. I went and picked him up when he had both his fucking knees operated on. <laughs> I forgot that you had that. Happen. And I, like, I like go into the, like, it wasn't at the hospital. It was at, like, a clinic. And I go into the clinic to, like, pick him up. And I go in there. And he says some fucking smart-ass bullshit when, like, I get in there to the nurse. Because she's, like, explaining to him all the, me- like, what time to take his Tylenol or whatever the fuck he was on. And, like, what not to do. And he's like on crutches going out like to my not fucking. Paying attention. Like, yeah, all right, yeah, see ya. More or less. Thanks. So I'm like trying to like pay attention because I'm like, he's going to need someone to fucking like tell him all this shit. Yeah. 
And he, I'm pretty sure I got, like, I dropped him off at home. He, like, goes inside. I go home. And I'm pretty sure I get a text. He's like, you want to go to the fucking gym? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I just picked you up and you were on crutches. Again, sit down. And so within, like, a week after down. double knee surgery, I'm pretty sure he was in doing legs. Well, it's in every surgery I've ever had, I've come back months before I'm supposed to. Like, gotten cleared. Full cleared by the doctor. In fact... Yeah, I don't think you were cleared after from this, them, though. The yeah, surgery. I don't think they were, like, you should go squat two days after back surgery. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I just, like... I mean, I'm not a doctor, <laughs> yeah, but I'm know, pretty man. sure if we had one on here, he'd be like, yeah, not recommended. <laughs> you Doc, know, it's not even not recommended. It's, uh, don't do it. <laughs> a lot of times the medical guys, though, you know, especially doctors, like, they've never done anything athletic in their life before. They don't know what it's like. <laughs> right, but they understand the human body and the That's anatomy. Fine. You can read all the textbooks you want, but you don't I have love, want. I love the hot takes on this <laughs> podcast. What was your hot take the other day that I was like, oh, you called like an entire generation fucking stupid or something? Yeah, they are stupid. <laughs> and I was like, that is the hottest take I've ever heard. Brandon comes on here after not being on the podcast for like two years, and he's like, hot take, doctors are stupid. Never <laughs> done anything athletic. <laughs> he goes, I don't fucking know anything. He goes... I could have kept my appendix, and I just wanted it to be there more than the doctors wanted it to <laughs> yeah. not, and I would have yeah. been fine. It's like, yeah, right. I think the first podcast you guys ever invited me on, I told you that uh, all coaches yep, are yep. We, useless. We had <laughs> that right, fucking discussion right. that all coaches are useless. Just a lot of hot takes on the Just Browsing <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you heard it here first, everyone. Coaches are useless, and doctors are fucking idiots. But yet again, <laughs> he is also a college coach at the moment, so. True. Hot take coming back. Are you useless? That's your job. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I am. Coming up after the break, are you useless? Is Brandon useless? <laughs> Brandon useless. No, honestly, I say by this. If an athlete wants it, they don't need me. It's a matter of one. I'm there for the ones that don't want it. The 300 athletes that I work with, there might be 10 that just want it, and they don't need me. They're fine. And I don't make them better at their sport. I make them better athletes, and the coaches make them better at their sport. And honestly, they don't really don't need me. They can do it on their own if they want. But there's a lot of people there that need someone to hold their hand. And that's what coaches are for. So, like for me, I didn't need a coach. I was going to get better and I was going to do my thing without anyone there. So when you hear someone like, oh, I didn't have a right coach. I, was, you know, I didn't, wasn't set up for success. Bro, I don't need one. <laughs> Watch me beat you right now. <laughs> this is fucking gold, man. This is just great material here. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your what sport is your favorite to coach? Um probably the ones the that, ones that, that I personally room. oversee or the ones right. that I assist yeah. with or what? Just any of them that you work with cuz you're obviously doing just weight room stuff, but you get all the different sports. Yeah, I mean, I have different capacities with everyone. I I work more hands-on. I work I work with football more than anyone else. Um I don't program for them. And I do enjoy football just because it was a sport I played for the longest. And, like, culturally and my personality, I fit in better with them. But I love working with women's soccer. That's the hmm. team that I've had for the most. And those girls are they're fun to work with. They're just they're a lot stronger than you'd think. And they're competitive and love getting after it. So yeah. probably women's soccer. Huh. Interesting. Besides football. Yeah. yeah. It's because you also have to think there's a lot less ego when it comes to women's sports. Like, they play, like, a true team game, whereas, like, men is, like, it's just all about ego. Like, you got one player that's, like, the best on most teams, and it's, like, you have to go through them. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, women are, like, like if like if you want your kid, like, if you want Isaiah or Roman to be the best <clears> athlete <throat> and that you want them to be fundamentally correct, have them watch women's sports. 
If you want them to be best showmanship, have them watch men's sports. It's like true though. If you watch women's basketball, they call traveling and they don't travel. <laughs> yeah. Like you watch women's basketball, they play by like the book. That's actually and a pretty it's, like, accurate statement. Extremely fundamental. Women's They're, basketball is probably far closer to how basketball yeah. should actually be played by the rules than men's. Also, NBA. if you watch like women's soccer, they don't flop around like the fucking men do. Like they just play the fucking sport. It's like, a really weird phenomenon. Like, how did that start? Was soccer always like that? I don't know enough no, about soccer. They started watching the NBA. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. We we shouldn't go down the whole NBA fucking rant, though. It's so funny. So you've done a couple NBA podcasts with us, I think. We did the NBA Greatest of All Time one, and then we might have done another one. But there's been a couple times where Matt and I have sat down and talked about like the NBA Finals or playoffs or whatever. And I'm always like, because we're always in the week or two between episodes, we'll always be like, hey, what do you want to, what do you want to do next? Here's a few topics that I kind of wanted to cover. Which one do you like the most out of all of those? And we'll, we'll just try and narrow it down from there. And like, sometimes I'll throw out, I'm like, hey, I've been watching the NBA finals. Do you want to do an NBA podcast or whatever? And Matt will be like, yeah, sure. And then we'll do one. And then like the entire time, we end up just being like, the NBA is fucking ridiculous. They flop too much. They never call traveling. It's fucking bullshit to watch. And I'm like, why did we just spend an hour or like an hour and a half talking about the NBA when we clearly had like nothing good to say about it? I don't know. It's a very like strange thing where like the NBA is like you can kind of get attached to certain players and you can like watching certain players, but watching actual regular season games is like tedious almost it's very like, i would rather hardly any other sports like that i'd rather watch like. baseball like at that point i'd rather just like put baseball on and be See, like i don't know i'm not quite baseball is baseball is definitely the hardest baseball sport to watch. was one of the ones like years ago it's every year that has passed since i quit playing baseball i have given less and less of a fuck about baseball i mean i know and it's now it's basically favorite non-existent sport, so. yeah yeah i can think of a million things i'd rather do than watch baseball yeah <laughs> Being at a baseball game is fun, but watching it on TV is not very exciting. In fact, one of my major career goals is to try to get away from track and field, and I, the one sport I absolutely refuse to ever work for was baseball. <laughs> like, they've been posting minor league positions like crazy. Like, they must have... It's because there's like 6,000 teams. Well, I, yeah, and they must have changed like some sort of policy with the minor league where like they're bringing on additional strength conditioning jobs or something because every team has posted positions. Hmm. And I would never apply for one. Not in a million years. <laughs> Even if the salary was nice? Oh, absolutely. Which it probably isn't. It's not. It's yeah, I get, minor I get, league. I get paid less to be a minor league coach right now than I am in college. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. I don't think the minor league players get paid hardly anything either. That's a they, long. They like sign some new like. That's a long, hard road to the get paid MLB. A Dude. Like if you're really dedicated to that, some of those guys spend years just toiling yeah, away. There's the like double A rookie, there's single A rookie, there's rookie, then there's single A, then there's double A, then there's triple A, yeah. and it's like there's fourteen different leagues between all of those. Yeah, it's, it's probably like, like the longest road to the pros that you can have in major sports. Oh yeah. NFL, it's like college and then NFL and then or college the NFL, and then yeah. you failed. So Right. Or like hockey, you know, there's other leagues they can play in, like the AHL and stuff like that, but it's usually like yeah, you can be. You're an AHLer, and you might get some NHL experience, or you're in the NHL. I, I wonder how much because I was thinking about with basketball, there are a shit ton of like global leagues, like European right. leagues, Asian leagues. You can go play in. I wonder how much those guys get paid compared to like minor league baseball players. They probably, get paid a lot more, around, you think, or the same? I would say around the same. The one sport, if you want your kid to make a lot of money, is one baseball if they can make it, or two soccer. Because yeah. if you're a 
amazing international soccer player. Like I think Ronaldo's signing some like Dude. $500 million deal for like six years. Yeah. The, the international soccer contracts that I see get Ridiculous. posted. I'm like, is that even real? Yeah. It's insanity. I mean, as much as I like can make fun of the sport, they're f- like the, the money is there. Yeah. And it's insane. It's yeah. It's bonkers. I don't know. Must be nice to make that much money. Yeah. I wonder what it's like to even make like a fraction of that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, just give me a million dollars, you know? Right. I, yeah. Uh, part of me like wants to like be a logo chaser and just see if I can't land that one job at some big time university, get the fat paycheck, get fired after the first year. <laughs> but, yeah, you know what? Like, it would be kind of fun just to be like, yeah, I know I'm signed a $200,000 your signing bonus or something like that. Yeah. Like, you just got to get tied to that right head coach. Yeah. That wants to bring you where they go. Well, and you have to go with football as a strength yeah. coach. Yeah. Like you're not going to get it done with a Olympic sport job. It has to be football. Right. And then, it, yeah, it's tough. Cause if the football staff goes, you go too. Right. Which is crazy. Cause this is going to be my third head coach I've worked for just at ISU. In three so years. if you, if we were or tied to the football years. coach, I could have gotten fired three times already. Which is kind of crazy because, like, you're not really connected at all to the success on the field. <laughs> you no, know what I mean? Like, like I just said, we make better athletes. It's your job to make right, better yeah, football players. Yeah. And we don't recruit. So it would be kind of funny to be like, we're going to punish the strength coach for our poor performance on the football field. It's like, I that mean, guy has fucking nothing to do with it. And a lot of times it's recruiting, too. You're like, all right, you guys gave us a bunch of Toyota Camrys and one in Lambos. Like, yeah, what the exactly. What did you want us to do yeah. with that? What do you expect? Yeah. He gave us a bunch of 1984 Toyota Camrys and. Then gave us Prius parts to try and turn them into Lambos. <laughs> Everyone's like, "What? Uh, yeah." It's like that was an interesting. <laughs> yeah, you try and do that, <laughs> asshole. Well, speaking of like college programs and shit like that in football, my New Mexico State Aggies just won their fucking bowl game on Monday. Do you want to talk about college football and programs? School buffs, baby. Relax. Your bus won one game this past year. Yeah, it's not about the past. It's about the future. All right, okay, the future of our sure. program looks fucking great. Does it? Because Coach Prime. All right, I want you're you're gonna call it now. It's December. What is it? 29th, 2022. What is your prediction for the wins of the CU Buffs in football next season with Coach Prime time? Call it right now. Call your shot. Are you, are they gonna go immediately from one win to like ten wins? Or is it going to be like six? Um, obviously, I want it to be ten, but I'm going to go in the middle and I'm going to say we're going to be an eight-win team. I, th- I, I would, would say, say we probably, probably reasonable. Are, we probably go eight and four. I think we'll struggle because like Bo and Nix is going back to Oregon. Caleb Williams will still be at USC. Um, so Utah's all. If Cam Rising goes back to Utah, that'll. Those three games, if we play all three, I can't remember if we play all three. If we don't play all three of them, I definitely think we could be a two-win well, team. You don't have to worry about ASU; they're a fucking dumpster fire right now. So. Honestly, I think the the only teams we have to worry about are Utah, Oregon, and USC right now. Yeah, the, yeah. With the talent we've brought in through the transfer portal, we're like the number like three ranked transfer portal team right now. Um, I could see us winning eight games, probably minimum. If we don't play Oregon, USC, and Utah, which I think we always play Utah, I could see us being a 10-win team, probably being 10-2. and two. But then again, you never know. It's college football, right? It takes yeah. one injury at quarterback to go from a five-star athlete to a fucking three-star who this was their only mm-hmm. option, right, or a true freshman. And, I mean, we have a whole new offensive line, which is massive upgrade. We have Shadur Sanders, who is the Fox favorite to win the Heisman already at CU. Um so I mean, I would say eight is should be a realistic like. I mean that's a lot better very, than one. A very good benchmark. 
I'm happy with a bowl eligibility, so six. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, the ceiling, I would say, would be 10 to undefeated, but shit, you don't know. We don't know until we see them play. Right. We had all this praise for the Broncos with Hackett and Russell Wilson. Look where we're at. Yeah. That's I think cool. college is a little different, mm-hmm. but, you know, we'll see. I mean, I'm going to say eight, so I'll say eight wins. All right. We'll have to revisit this next year. Like next, I said, next year this I'll, time, we'll revisit. I'll be see happy what, with see six. See what happens with the bus. Eight, it would be like, that's where I'm like, all right, we did sh- we did really good. Ten and above, I'm like, yeah. fucking, we're going to lose Coach Prime. Who's your college team, Brandon? Don't you usually like Penn State in football? Yeah, Penn State. The Nittany still, Lions. Still the team I follow the most. Um, yeah. Just because my grandfather and my uncle and everyone, they're, they're big Penn State fans. So. Yeah. Probably them, but I don't, I, I don't I watch a single game this year. I just kind of know the players. I would, you know, the probably the one I paid the most attention to him was when Saquon was there. Yeah, and, and yeah. a little bit less from an extent when Miles Sanders was there the mm-hmm. year after. Um, but I mean, I don't really. Like I said, college football, I don't really pay that much attention to. Mm-hmm. More often than not, with sports for me, what I'll do is like I have players or teams that I like kind of keep tabs on, mm-hmm. and I'll go check the final box scores at the end of the day and see how they did. But like I won't sit down and watch them actually play. Yeah, like <clears> LeBron's <throat> one of those guys for me. Like. I like LeBron James. I'm always curious to see how he does. So, like, at the end of the game, we'll go click on the box score, saw that they lost again. He scored 27, and I'm like, yeah. oh, all right, you know. Like, the last game they just played, he scored 27, and every other starter was in single digits. It's like, this poor bastard. This poor bastard. I saw a He's post. Also 38. I saw a post today where they were doing kinda, crazy stuff for 38. Yeah, points. really impressive. Well, fucking last year he averaged like 30 points a game or something like that. Yeah, he played like 14 games. <laughs> well, he had a, <laughs> no, stre- he had more a stretch of like five or six games this year where he was over 35 points. Yeah, I mean, what he's doing right now is exactly as impressive, if not more impressive, than what like a guy like Brady's doing in the NFL. And I think. Obviously, Brady's a little bit older. We're starting to finally see the dip. He's also playing a much more physical sport. Brady? Yeah. Brady doesn't get touched and well, he yeah, check downs for six yards. Yeah, but he also has had like eight knee surgeries and LeBron has, has played play football a, his whole, year, his whole <laughs> he's life. He's still dunking from like yeah. a couple feet in the free throw line. Yeah, he's but still I, a freak athlete. I'm not saying yeah. anything against that, but he's not playing a physically demanding sport like football is. Like there's a level between football and basketball, no matter what position you play, that's physically demanding. I think from an injury standpoint, there's probably more repetitive force type injuries in basketball that like he would be like opposed to than Brady plays a quarterback. He's not a safety. Well, yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that, but like Brady's had how many fucking season-ending injuries in his career? Multiple torn ACLs. How many season? Right. <laughs> right. Here we go. Well, hang on. Hang okay, on, so on. if it's a hang mindset, on, on, no, 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 no. I got to get this oh, out because okay. it's fucking LeBron James and Brandon's all Should over I him. Should I turn my mic off and just leave? Yeah, just leave. Because <laughs> we're going to talk about Melvin Gordon after. I'll, I'll listen tomorrow when you post it and see how this conversation <laughs> ends up. So if it's just a mindset, why is LeBron being carried off the court having a fucking calf cramp? But it's about a mindset. It's a calf cramp. It's a fucking cramp, and he's being carried off the fucking floor. It's all about showmanship, right? That's what male sports is about? Yeah, that's not showmanship. That's like, then you're a fucking pussy. You have a fucking cramp, bro. I have calf cramps when I'm sleeping. I stand up, walk it off, and go right back to fucking sleep. You're being carried off the court by four fucking people. all All it comes down to, though, is that there's players that, I mean, they're just, that is their personality. But, like, who was it that got shot on the Washington Redskins, came back? Brian Robinson. And you got Michael Thomas, who fucking stubbed his toe on his cat like seven <laughs> years ago and he hasn't played football since right 
Like, it just is what it is. And you know, my, were you going to say Michael Thomas is not as tough as this guy? Probably, yeah. There's he also didn't get shot. <laughs> if I could just add one thing, there's also a little bit of like LeBron is a product of the time period in which he plays NBA basketball. Like, if, if LeBron was in his prime, like he, well, he's not in his prime now, but like if he was playing NBA basketball in the mid 90s when Jordan was playing, there would be a lot less of that. You wouldn't you wouldn't have seen right. LeBron get carried off of the court for a calf yeah. cramp. Like you he, he he would have adapted to the style of play of the time. That's what I'm the, saying. Though. The reason and going back to what we were saying earlier, like the NBA is real fucking soft now and has just been getting progressively more soft over the years, over the last like ten years. He's a product of that environment. I mean, that's just how all these guys are. You know, they all use fucking downy. It's like, look, dude, we know that your six foot eight, two hundred and fifty pound ass is not hurt from that little elbow to the chest. It's fine. You can get up (laughs) off the ground. You're fine. But like, they gotta. It's it's all fucking. They gotta play into it to try and get the foul calls and all this kind of stuff. It's just I don't know. It it, It is very frustrating. We've allowed it, and then that's where I think it's funny when people get so mad. I'm like, okay, you're getting mad at someone, but we've allowed it to happen. Yeah. Like in college sports, like for me on a day to day basis, I'll see these old head strength coaches that come in and talk about how soft today's kids are and they're Mm -hmm. not like they used to be. And I'm like, okay, if you told these kids we were gonna wake up every day at 5 a.m. and we were gonna have three days. They would do it, and they would make it through it, and yeah. everyone would do it. Right. But we've changed the game. It's just it, you can't things be mad aren't at the them same. that yeah. we changed yeah. the game, and now they're like, "Oh, well, we only do one day in fall camp." Okay, we do one day in fall camp, but you guys made it that way. If right. you told them we were going to do three days, they would all do it. Right, right, right. All right, you're a product of your environment, and yeah. you don't get it necessarily dictate your environment. Yeah. One thing I was going to say, just real quick, before we get too sidetracked about the LeBron thing, is I was. He made some statement. I guess people have been kind of asking him, going to like how bad the Lakers have been this year, especially about like what his thoughts are on like, hey, you only got X amount of years left. You know, we don't we don't know how long that's going to be. Guy's getting a little late in years for his NBA career. Is he going to stick around on a Lakers team that sucks? Is he going to waste the last two, three, four, however many years it is of his career? Where he's still clearly got a lot left in the tank. Like, I mean, the guy's definitely a lot older. May he may sit out more games now. May have a little more injuries here and there. But like, the guy's still playing at an incredibly high level for being fucking forty. So, how much is he willing to risk? Like his last couple of seasons on a shitty team. He'll, he'll play versus one more. like try, try and go somewhere where he actually might compete for another title. He'll play one more year with the Lakers, and then he's gonna go wherever Bronny gets drafted. Yeah, at this point in his career, he should really just do what makes him happy. Yeah, like you've done damn near everything to prove you are who you are. Like, enjoy the twilight of your career. Right, like, this is it. Like, go, if it's playing with Bronny, go play with Bronny. If right, and just have fun with it. Yeah, fucking bringing back the banana boat, and you're gonna go play with Chris Paul and Carmelo, <laughs> and even though they're not even in the league. Yeah, you know, like yeah. do it, man. Enjoy yeah. it. I could see him going back to Cleveland and retiring there. That'd be cool. He shouldn't retire a Laker. I'll say that his career as a Laker, like personal career as a Laker, has been good, but his team career as a Laker. I wouldn't retire a Laker. Yeah. Like, in my opinion, he's not a Laker great. He he's a, he's retire a, a nugget. He's well, that'd be fun. That'd be sick. He, he, Play with Nikola Jokic. He's for definitely years. an NBA great and top five of all time, but he's not a Laker great. You know. It's so, so weird. Go how back they, to Miami and retire. Or so go they to Cleveland they won that they won that 2020 they bubble the, title, and everybody's and, like, it's a fake win. And, and um, they it's like really that year and the years since then. That team is like basically just him and AD, and like that's it. <laughs> it's so weird, to, and it's like think of how much they traded to get AD. And AD's there, always hurt, <laughs> bro. Fucking yeah. always Talk about hurt. Someone is always hurt. That oh dude my jumped God. up in the air and was out for multiple weeks now. <laughs> yeah, no, he like he like 
hurt his ankle in midair. Like, I don't, it just it, like exploded. Yeah, it's like, dude, what is happening? That that's a dude who is remarkably talented, who is just God always hurt, fucking always hurt. There's your hundred yard bonus. Is it? Did he only need like two yards? He need one. Oh, woohoo! I haven't even paid attention. <laughs> but they're not in field goal range, though. And he's got 77,000 catches. Yeah, I, I saw like he had like nine. or 12 right there. Let's go! So Matt's team's off to a hot start in the championship because his kicker and his receiver are over their projections. By hefty amounts. So well, it's only Thursday, though. Ricky Spanish is going to take the sack. <laughs> Ricky Spanish. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I was I was listening to some podcast or some no, it was the the radio in the car. The NFL radio had a guy who calls in and they go, So what's your fantasy punishment? He goes, When you lose in our fantasy league, you have to join the military. He what goes, the fuck? So I lost so I am currently on my way to sign up to join the Marine Corps. And I'm like you're out of your fucking mind. What? And I'm like, dude, we can't even get people to put in a fucking $20 bill. And yet you're <laughs> over here making a fucking commitment. That's so stupid. To fucking That's so join ridiculous. the Marine Corps. And I'm like. I saw one. This is this is like a pretty severe punishment, but it's not quite taking it that far. But if you lose in this one fantasy league, you have to retake the ACTs. <laughs> dude, I saw. I've seen stuff like that. That would be ass. That would be four so hours nice. just sitting there taking a test. A standardized test. Oh my god! How well do you think Ima- you'd do on the ACT? I don't like, know, but imagine tomorrow, if you had to go take it. Imagine they put I'd like be if you have you would to do better. You think? But imagine they're like if you don't get higher than like a twenty, you have to keep taking it till you get a twenty. So they're like you can't just go sit in there and draw on <laughs> and it. Just, you yeah, have to just like phone it in. You try, try and like yeah. pass the test. Dude, I was such a bad high school student. It was crazy. I mean, you saw me in math. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, we had algebra together. I was aware. It was impeccable. impeccable. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Dude, J.J. Watt's retiring. Yeah. It's a sad day, dude. I love... I love first ballot Hall of Famer. I'm still going to be the guy till the day I die that says he should have won the MVP. Absolutely. We just talked about that. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm so mad that, like... It's just a quarterback award. Aaron Rodgers yeah. beat him out with yeah. 39 touchdowns. Uh, anyone that's ever playing football that's not a quarterback, I'm going to root for you. you. I would rather give it to Justin Tucker. <laughs> Dude, that guy is the greatest kicker who's ever existed. He kind of had year. a rough year, though. He was missing some field goals this year. It, well, he's had two blocks in the last Ever years. since I've played fantasy, Justin Tucker is like a fucking 25-point-a-game fantasy kicker. It's insane. It's or it's either 25 points or they literally score a touchdown every drive and then it's Harbaugh and he goes for two. And you're like, dude, you have the greatest kicker in the NFL. Yeah. Let him just get a point. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, nah, we're going to just rack up two-point conversions. Well, there was a week, a few weeks ago, I needed Justin Tucker to do really well because I, I was not winning. And I was paying a lot of attention to that game. And every single time they got to like the 30-yard line and got stopped to his fourth down, they went for it. I was like, kick it. Just kick a like, fucking field goal, You guys have missed goal, out please. on like yeah. 9 to 12 points now, right. and I could have used all of those. <laughs> yeah, like, please, and your team me. could use all of those. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys have Tyler Huntley. He threw for like 88 yards in the last game. <laughs> Come on now. You're taking points off the board. Oh, man. The Ravens are like a weird – they're like an enigma team. I can't ever figure them out. They're always like really good. Like their record's always really solid, and they're a very hard matchup, but like – they're either, you know, if, if Lamar's healthy, they're, like, scoring all kinds of points or, like, they're doing, like, what you just said, where it's, like, you know, their fucking quarterback throws for 88 yards <laughs> and they're, like, <laughs> they, they put up 12 points or whatever. And you're, like, this is a weird team to watch. I don't know. They're just, like, really hard to put my finger on. I'm really glad. I hate the Cowboys, but I bet on them to cover a 13-and-a-half point spread and they're winning by 14 points right now. 
So just like make this tackle, please, and let the game <laughs> fucking end. What do you think the Cowboys are going to do in the playoffs? This Lose year? first round. Yeah, they're which ass cheeks? Which they're usually. They're like, like there's do. that's just like written into the laws of time. Almost like it's <laughs> written into the fact that Green Bay will lose in the NFC Championship game. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They'll I actually saw and they'll they, lose. It's so funny how that's like just that's just like an unwritten law of all. Like every NFL fan knows that. I saw another post about that on Instagram the other day where it was like, "Careful, guys, watch out! The Green Bay Packers are heating up. It's about time for them to <laughs> <laughs> make a run in the playoffs and then lose in the NFC Championship game again." It's like fucking. It's so true though. The Cowboys is every you're gonna get all those annoying fans. This is our year, Weedem boys. Yeah, Weedem boys. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the tattoos to come out of like 2022 Super Bowl champions or 23 whatever year they're gonna be. And I think they have got the worst fan base. Yeah, they got some pretty annoying fans. But they're America's team. It's like no, they're not. They have they've been competitive, but they really haven't been relevant since the fucking what 90s. Dude, I've I've been making jokes. uh, This year is the first year in years where they've broken my prediction. Every year before the season starts, like, you know, Francie gets all excited because she's a Cowboys fan. And I'm always just telling Ty, I'm like, they're going to go eight and eight. They always go fucking eight. Dude, like, (laughs) there's such an average team for like the last 10 years. The NFC East is always that division that it's like, they're either all going to be like seven and fucking 10. Uh huh. Like, or there's going to be two good teams and two teams that are like competitive. Yeah. And this year it's two good teams and two competitive teams. Yeah. But like two years ago, they were all fucking like seven and eight going, yeah, into, and it's middling, like, what the fuck are yeah. you guys doing? And they're like, right. well, we don't know who's gonna win. The and whole the, division. The Giants are like, we yeah. won, and everyone's like, yeah. how the fuck did the New York Giants <laughs> win that division? The this York. year, it's the NFC South. Yeah, you have oh, the seven yeah. and eight Buccaneers who are yeah. fucking leading the division. It's like you have two six and nine teams who are still in it. What this do you guys is think? Insane. Is Brady done after this, or he like, are we, is he just gonna keep hanging around? I don't think this is a fluke year. I think like. I think he's done. Name a better name a team with better offensive weapons he could go to, that doesn't have a quarterback. Yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be a real shame for him to go through this whole divorce with Giselle, who's like, stop playing football. And he's like, just one more year, babe. And then his one more year is like ass. ass. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, okay, now I'm done. She's like, well, too fucking late. We're divorced <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Brady. Yeah, who knows. I, I don't know. He, I, he also wouldn't surprise me if he comes out next year. That's what incredible. I mean. Is like I've I've been saying this for like six years. I've been thinking he's going to be like retired. <laughs> Do you remember that Super Bowl against the Falcons where we were texting? I was in Gunnison at the time, and uh, they were down twenty eight three, and I was like, he's going to come back and win this. Oh remember yeah, that? I yeah. sent you that text. And yep. He came back and fucking won it. Taya, my that, whole life, she was so drunk that you were you were with me at my parents' house. We were watching that at my parents' house, and Taya, you know, who's a Patriots fan. Was just like at halftime. She's like, "Well, fuck this." It was kind of like uh, Broncos fans were that year. We played the Seahawks and got fucking smoked. Did we got like, smoked right, on the first play? Now it's time to get angry drunk. You know, yep. you're just like, "Fuck this game." I'm just gonna get shit faced. Whatever. That's kind of how Taya was getting. And then I'm like, it's like halfway through like the third quarter or whatever, and like getting into the fourth quarter. I'm like, "Babe, you should pay attention. Your team's coming back." She's like, "What?" And she's like, not even paying attention. She's like playing games, talking to people. I'm like, "Your team is coming back. You guys are gonna win this game." And fucking sure enough, the Falcons went in at halftime, and they were told by the NFL, they're like, "By the way, quit playing football." Yeah, we have to have Tom Brady win this game. And Dude, how like, funny okay, is that? And they came back out, and they were like, "What are we doing out here?" And everyone's like, "I don't know." How but- funny is that that Matt Ryan has been the quarterback of so many unbelievable games where he had these huge leads and just fucking blew them. What do you think his reaction is? Like, honestly, he's probably like, oh, this will never happen to me again. And then it happens <laughs> to him again, and, and, and he just happens. goes home and just stares at the mirror. And, and he's just like, what the His fuck? wife is like, honey, come to bed. He's like, I can't. He's like, he's like honey, we were up by 25. 
<laughs> we lost. <laughs> she's sitting in bed going. It happened again. <laughs> she's sitting in bed going. Actually, honey, it was thirty three this time. And he's like, "Fuck!" That's not helping. <laughs> God damn it, Carol. <laughs> I was gonna say it's not helping, Carol. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's okay. You'll get him next time. Oh, poor Maddie Eyes. He yeah. needs to retire. Him and Brady just sail yeah. off into whatever sunset it would be after this year. Dude, yeah. I was pretty sad to see Nick Foles play so poorly the other night. Yeah, yikes. He did not look good. He's a Philly well, player. he's playing again, so you'll be happy to see him not play good when I have Clay – or not Clay as Campbell. When I have Clay as Campbell playing as uh, my receiver. <laughs> when I have Michael Pittman as my receiver. So the Cowboys got another dub, huh? That's sad. Over the Titans, 27-13. The Eagles just need to win one. 11 catches, 100 yards exactly. Gardner Minshew. <laughs> well, should we wrap this up? We've been yeah. going for almost two hours now. Yeah, yeah, we can wrap it up. And Put in some good work here. Go, go, go. I didn't use the bathroom once. Crazy. It's been a fucking hour and 47 <laughs> minutes, and you haven't had to pee. It's crazy. I know I've had to pee this whole time. <laughs> He's like, oh no, I have to pee very badly. I just haven't gotten up and done it. <laughs> well, we did that fucking that Cardinals Broncos thing we did that was like I think it was at three. Did we go three hours even or was it like a it was, little? I think it was just under three. Just under three. Just under or just over? I actually only had to piss once and that was a shock to me. I was like, I'm like, if we're gonna do this whole game, I'm like, I have to pee all the time. <laughs> and I was like, actually drinking water the whole time too. I'm like, wow, only once is pretty good for me. But yeah, we can wrap it up. Thanks for coming back. Yeah, dude. Thanks for being a fucking time. guest on the podcast again. It's good to see you. A yeah, year and a half it's since it's been, he's been It's been too long, here. yeah. Yeah, hopefully uh, I'll be back more frequently. We can do this more often. I enjoy yeah, this. for sure. You know, if you lived yeah. in a more, you know, a better location, we could come visit you. But I don't think any of us are like, dude, let's go to Pocatello for a weekend. No, I know. It's not exactly a destination spot. Nor is it very easy to get to. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what time will, what time will say. Well, anyway, man. Job of the beach. Yeah, do that. Come, come visit. We can do a podcast in the sand. That sounds great. Smoking <laughs> some stogies <laughs> on the Coronas beach. and some limes. Yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah. We need to, before you head back to Idaho, we need to try and squeeze in. Well, I don't know. It's fucking cold and snowy out. Dude, I have I not, miss our cigar <laughs> nights. That's <laughs> what I was getting to. Zach was had, like ready to, and then he's like, yeah, it's cold. I was like, ah, it's cold and snowy. Well, actually, you know, I thought about that. On the day we got in, it was actually pretty nice outside. Yeah. And I was at my aunt's house. And I think that's that was where the we last time be, yeah. I had a cigar. And I was like, man, I really want to have my friends. And Dominic's like, you should have them over. And then it snowed 410 pounds. Yep. Yep. 410 <laughs> pounds. It's not Although a lot of that, snow. I don't think that's stopped us before. I think we have smoked cigars out in the freezing cold we in have, the winter. 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah. There, there was a time where we were smoking. I'm pretty sure we're all out there like. <laughs> Your hands just shaking. <laughs> and then we're, this we were fun, like, guys. You know, this is really great. This should is we, great. Should we come back later? It's been so fun like, catching yeah. up. I'm like. Fucking fingers are blue. Fucking cigar like <laughs> gets shoved in your nose. We're like, fuck, dude. Yeah, those are definitely much nicer on summer nights. Do you still have that humidor? I do. I haven't like used it as a humidor. It's just like storing a lighter and like a cutter. Yeah. I had to throw mine but, away. It got moldy. Yeah. I need to like get order some shit from like that cigars.com or whatever and get like the actual shit you got to put in there. And because like I've had cigars periodically, like my dad has given me some and I've just eventually smoked them, but I didn't store them in the humidor or anything but Sessions. when we went down to um crucis a couple weeks back to watch uh new mexico state play new mexico we went to a cigar lounge and smoked some stogies and watched i think it was sunday night football um really nice it's a good time i'm a big fan of cigar lounges 
I've never been in one. They're really cool. Big fan. You just basically it's just for like it's for like old dudes, which I am at heart, you know, <laughs> and physically now at this point. So I'm like, it's nice to just kick back in a leather chair, smoke a cigar, drink a little whiskey, watch some football, bullshit with people. It's a nice vibe. I like it. That spot was not there when I was in college though, and I was like, man, if this was here when I was in college, I'd have been here all the fucking time. It's been fun. Spend all your money. Yeah. And you can get like a, you know, I, I don't know how they all work everywhere, but I'm assuming it's kind of the same thing. But you can be like, you can belong to it's like a the club. cigar lounge. You can have like a locker there and you can yeah. keep fucking snacks and booze and just like have your own spot. Like, yeah. It's just like, flaming hot Cheetos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the guy, there was like one dude there when we went in and he was like so happy to see us come in that he had someone to like chat with while we were watching football. And he's like, hey, if you guys want, like I got in my locker back there, I got snacks. I got like, there's bottles of like random booze back there. You guys go see what you like. Like, Super welcoming and everything. So yeah, it's just it's I don't know. That seems cool. I'm I'm probably gonna end up belonging to a cigar lounge. County line. Yeah. yeah, there is. We've gone in there and bought cigars. That was before. for his bachelor party. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a good time. And then we tried to get Chris to smoke one and it's not working. <laughs> he wasn't having it. He didn't understand what we were trying to say. We we're like, Don't yeah. inhale, puff it, and he's like Yeah. The fuck he puff? he yeah, he was not catching on to that concept, but it's all right. <laughs> Chris. Anyway. We should probably wrap up. Yeah. yeah. I got to go to the store still. Got 30 minutes. Got things to do. Guys, fucking 2022 is pretty oh, much yeah. over. This will be the last episode of this year. So Crazy. season four starts next year. Yeah, 2023. So have a great New Year's. Get drunk. Get fucked up. Don't do anything stupid, but have a great New Year's. Agreed. And roll Tide. And, we'll, and, uh, and fucking Roll Tide. We'll see you. <laughs> That's we'll how we should just sign off every episode. We'll see you on the and other fucking side. Roll Tide. Roll fucking Tide, but fuck Alabama. <laughs> All right. See you, everybody. Happy New Later. Year. Later.